Kick Out Crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Rosie Adam from Bam Mike Whitaker Devin Dowley The Kick Out Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. And watch videos exclusively on YouTube. Woo! All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome hey. to the of uh, the Kick Out Crew. My goodness. Uh, what a crazy uh, two episodes we've just had. You know, shout out to Super Dave for being on and uh, shout out for Devin for last week's uh, Sammy episode. We all had a ton of fun with that and I hope uh, y'all did too. Uh, but, you know, I am James L. Corai. I guess I'll be the one kicking off the Kickout Crew episode today. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Kickout Crew. You can watch us on YouTube and you can listen on all major podcast platforms. But that's enough Every one show, of them. because it ain't my show. It's our show, and it's y'all's show. So that being said, Brad, take it away. Oh, boy. You're what a week again on YouTube. To the place. Mountain High. West Virginia. West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Morgantown. Take me home. Hey. I was letting you close it out. Hey, James, we're, we're doing it early today, buddy. All right. So that was my weekend. I drove my daughter to West Virginia University on Friday. Five hours you up. Can't play it in the background. We copyrighted on YouTube. <laughs> it happened on our Dave episode. They, uh, so it's two on. minutes of silence when you played the flare music. Ah, gotcha. So uh, five hours there. Got there about 1230 and uh, got her settled in. Roommate was very nice. Everyone was very nice when we got there. I will talk about one thing that worries me a little bit. Now, James, you're a little, you know well, about her Nirvana this. shirt. Can she name three songs? Oh, all right. So speaking of Matt M, <laughs> her roommate uh, our buddy Matt M commented on that. <laughs> Kurt Cobain was actually dead already my freshman year of college. So that is just saying, how is this shirt still a thing, right? But anyway, no, she cannot. I promise you. She admits, she's admittedly a poser. <laughs> admittedly. So what concerned me, and James, you'll understand this. You were a Delta Chi, correct? All the damn time. I was a Sig Tau, Sigma Tau Gamma. Lambda Chi Alpha. All right. So we have some fraternity representation. Well, guess what? In West Virginia University, right across the street from the the dorm, there is also some fraternity representation. I didn't get a good look at the letters, but I did get a good look at the guys. Second, uh, so... Maybe this is the way I'm remembering it, but this is the what I saw. There was a balcony. The guys had their legs over top of the balcony. And about 12 of them sitting there like that old, that picture of every, all those construction workers, you know, it reminded me of that. Each of them with a beer in their hand. 
every one of them with their shirts off. Just watching. Just watching. Now remember, school doesn't start till next week. So they're all <laughs> yeah, they're all looking to see what the fresh meat is. All fresh right, meat. all right, all right. Is somebody say Eddie? So I'm looking at these guys, they're looking at me, and I kind of give them a nod, and they also have a big bed sheet that says honk and we'll drink. So that's right across the street from her dorm. Apparently, she her dorm is on fraternity row. Oh Always my good goodness, thing. Brad! Yeah. you're done, man. You're done. You're done. Yeah. And um, so anyway, yeah. So then uh, last night she or this morning I said, "How you doing?" And she said she texted me and said, "Because um, she wasn't about the fraternity thing at all, you know. I mean, she had a little bit of an attitude about it a little bit." And she said, "I met a Delta Kai. Uh, she he was a friend of uh, a friend of mine. He was nice. Oh, so that's 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 great. So." We're off to a big start. We're off to a nice start already. So see anyway, you in nine uh, months, bud. Congratulations. See you in nine months. Oh man. Congratulations. Grandpa Brad. Tell hey, her to finish babe. school first. But hey, man. Well, we uh, appreciate your new addition to the family, man. Congrats. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> no, Brad's <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. Thanks to it, Grandpa. Really right. happy to really happy to have her uh, having a good time actually. So I'm I'm glad y'all had a good time. I'm, I'm glad y'all had a good her, time. Proud of her and proud of her for going five hours away and not knowing a soul at the school. So anyway, it was uh, bittersweet to say the least, and I wish her all the best. So did you tell her not was, to fall in love with the first guy? Uh, the first guy is always a piece of shit. You gotta you know. Use the second and one. I hope she doesn't hear this one. <laughs> <laughs> Get your fucking degree and don't come back, you know. Hey, mom, dad. You know, don't come back with sonograms. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'm Get sorry. Your fucking about degree first. Next. Next. I'm, so, I'm so glad your daughter takes after your wife, and she don't look like you. I'm so glad. Those fraternity boys will leave you. All right. Don't look on me, Brad, dad. Dad. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Part. Huh? Yeah. You assholes with no kids. And then that country road will take, you know, her and the grandbaby back home at least two to the place she belongs. Brad's house. Raising grandkids. Oh, yeah. But hey, uh, you know, congratulations on the, the new be beginning. Pop, pop, or are they going to call you, Brad? What's her major? Forensics. They're going to call you Pop Pop or Pop Pop Brad or what? I'm going to Pop Pop you in a few minutes, pal. <laughs> I fought like an eight-year-old girl, so hush. Forensics is kind of, she may be on the right track. If she's studying forensics, I mean, she'll kill a motherfucker. So, uh, you know, yeah. I think you yeah. got nothing to worry about, actually. I yeah, retract a lot of my statements. It's kind of funny. My four years of high school, I studied the human yeah. body all the time. Jesus. Woo! Next. She's not going to the same college as a coach's son, old Casanova, is oh, she? Oh, God. Might have a little kick-out crew, baby. I think he's talking to you, coach. No, he's going to what F or no, F no, no. I was just giving a uh, you know how I do at the beginning of the show, the ow, I just giving one to start off the show. <laughs> well, Brad, congratulations. Sounds like a very eventful weekend that obviously you're going to remember for forever. You know, this is the moment moving forward. The uh, what is it? The, the centipede turns into the butterfly or whatever. Did I get that right? You're lucky sure. my son didn't go to West Virginia. We might have been relatives. <laughs> As an Man, I just wanted this to be over oh, three guys, minutes ago. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 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 have a good night. You don't get no better than that. You have a good night. Oh, man. 
Good stuff, Brad. And uh, our I'm man of the hour too sweet to be sour, Mr. Mike, you know, fucking Smokey the Bear putting out forest fire type stuff. Uh, I'm here. Um, I made it, right? Good to see you back, man. Uh, I know the, the people miss you. My dad definitely missed talking shit about you, so, uh, you know. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, wait till later. On the past he, didn't two miss weeks. Him. he missed talking shit about him. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, well, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm here. I made it. Y'all did a great job without me last week. Love you, episode. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you were on. My week. <laughs> you made a you know, I did. Yeah. Uh, my week uh, was good. You know, my kids finally had their first day. So, first, first day. And uh, a little heartwarming, sending them off, but. No, was there? Yeah. Man, speaking so, of rare form, Adam's in rare freaking form, isn't he? He's something. <laughs> I don't know if he's cosplaying Bear Bryant or what he's doing right now. No, I think I'm going to go to Chicago. I'm going to go to Chicago. Ah. Pretty sure Adam's got a 16-year-old daughter, right? Yeah. I thought yeah. like an 8-year-old girl. Just leave it alone. <laughs> She's not going to college, man. <laughs> we had to give you shit for going to college. This don't feel right. It don't look right. There we go. That's it. I like it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, the video version is definitely a can't miss stuff. I <laughs> can't miss. Yeah, no, it's, it's Adam's uh, I, shooting I a hate being Adam's video from 1998 right now. he's underwater with the fisheye lens. Oh, yeah. Boy, we're off to a hot start today. Uh, speaking of what's on tap today, Brad, uh, you know. What are we doing on today's episode? So, Adam, what is this? What is this gentleman's name again? This gentleman that we're covering today? James' dad, Randy. His name's Randy. What the fuck? Right on. Uh, who is <laughs> the uh, wrestler that we're talking about today? Who's the wrestler we're talking about today? <laughs> oh, his name is Tommaso Champa. How do you say that last name? Champa. Champa, spelled C I A M P A. So it is Champa, not Champa. Somebody called, some of them said Champa, some of them said Champa. What? It's not Siampa, huh? It's definitely not Siampa. His name is Tommaso Whitney. So we're pronouncing it right? It's Champa. All right. I just didn't want to look like an asshole for two hours. All right. So today we are talking about Tommaso Champa. This was Adam's pick. Uh, We're going to be doing this, I don't know about every week in a row, but everybody's going to have a... Favorite wrestler ish, <laughs> someone uh, that we want to cover. So that's what today's going to be. There's going to be the Black Heart. Is that his nickname, Adam? Yeah, Tommaso Champas. So today we're going to be talking about him and a couple of his matches, James. And James is out taking a piss while he's doing that. We'll go back to uh, today's agenda. <laughs> hey, uh, Adam. He's already off the rails. What did you Adam, say? If I can, if I can take Adam, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about him? There's a leak in my bathroom, sorry. <laughs> Either hey, give us a you know, go to the bio of my dad. Take it away. Oh, man. I'm gonna meet him last year in Chicago. He <laughs> he introduced himself and it's like I've known this man for years because he just that's how he, he approaches you and talks to you like he's known you for all your life. Yeah, no, he's definitely in a, a well-mannered country boy. All right, yeah. Adam, uh, for real, though, talk about Champa. <laughs> oh, hold on. So, um, 
And like I said, his name is Tommaso Whitney. Oh. He was born 1985, so wow, he's actually younger than I am. I found out Sami Zayn is only three days. <laughs> Sami Zayn is only three days older than me. Great! What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you still got a shot, pal. Anything else you want to say? No, I just thought that was random because I can't. Okay. You know. But um, got to be the hat. We'll talk about my hat. I'm going to Chicago. You look so, like uh, Baron Corbin a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm getting kicked out of here. All right, get your notes out. Let's talk I about Jacob. Right, I got him right here. Okay, great. <laughs> so he actually started wrestling back in 2005. He uh, did some indie promotions in 2011. He went to Ring of Honor. Oh. And Ring of Honor was kind of like his coming out party as far as his work rate and everything. That's when he got rolling on. And uh, he was there from 2011 to 2015. And then uh, he actually debuted for the, I can't remember if he did the Dusty Classic first or the Cruiserweight Classic first. I want to say it's the Cruiserweight Classic first because it was him against Johnny. And Gargano actually went over that match. But uh, I think that's what got them noticed as far as coming to NXT. Uh, they got him a good with Dusty. And now they wrestle in NXT. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, and they lost, his, they, they lost his first name. It's like he went home and come back and it's gone. Gone. Have y'all seen my first name? Do you think Triple H will bring that back? I uh, probably can't because it's already all legalized and all that crap documented. So they probably had to go back and redo all that crap. You never know. Probably Conrad owns it. How funny would it be? He owns Tommaso, but not Champa. I'm pretty sure you could bring it back, right? Like, <laughs> it's his real name, right? Well, no, it's Tommaso. Tommaso well, Tommaso is, yeah. Just not, not Champa, actually. Okay. So. Pretty He's sure Sicilian. you Sicilian. Could... He's Italian Sicilian. <clears throat> so Whitney's an Italian Sicilian name? That's what Wicca, Wicca said. Oh, well. That might not have been Sicilian. He's built from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but he was actually born in Boston, Massachusetts. All right. <laughs> wow. Wicky, wicky, wicky. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear some of his old ring names? Yeah. Sure. Huh? Why um, not? DeMarso Whitney, Dr. Thomas, Prodigy, Thomas Penmanship, Thomas Whitney Esquire, Tommaso, I can only tell that word is, and then uh, Tommy Penmanship. Didn't we have a question about, uh, from Brian Herenzma about something to the sinister Tommaso, the sinister. How about that, brother? Brian, have, have, have a good birthday, man. Are you answering that or you just wanted to talk about it? <laughs> What is the question? Is anybody else confused by Adam today? <laughs> hey, man, just let it roll, baby. Uh, what is the question? No, Brian had a question like it was Sinister Tommaso or Sinister something. It was in the uh, Twitter feed. It was Brad, from Ring of Honor, correct? Ring of Brad, Honor? do you happen to have said question? I can. I, I wasn't can, really ready for questions yet. We but can let's read. Get, let's I know they're calling a Sicilian psychopath. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's what he said. My dad put one in too. I gotta make sure we get it in. 
All right. So I was always a big fan of Ciampa's work on Ring of Honor. Did you guys see any of this work there? And what did you think of his character, the Sicilian psychopath? Kevin. I'll go first. I didn't watch Ring of Honor at all. I was strictly WWE, NXT until AEW came around. I didn't even really watch Impact very much. I did, but not uh, not faithfully. Kevin, did you watch it all? I uh, I would only catch like big uh, matches that came from Ring of Honor, and I didn't really see him too much. I wasn't familiar with him until actually this Cruiserweight Classic tournament. There's so, a lot of big names in that too. Kota Ibushi was in that. Like Johnny Gargano. Sorry, you can go back to Champa. No, it's okay. Uh, I appreciate you trying. Uh, Adam, you're a wrestling purist. What do you? What did you used to watch a lot of Ring of Honor because uh, for for studying. Oh, sorry, what you got you... me. First thing's trying. <laughs> all right. So, did anybody here fucking watch Ring of Honor at all? Nope. I, I <laughs> okay. didn't. I, I didn't watch it much. Um, just I'm not even asking. I didn't watch NXT. <laughs> Man, we are gonna kill it. Kill uh, but, but his friends you want to start over? Good. Let's just cut it from no, here. No, 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 Brian's good. no. Brian's No, Ric Flair's last match. <laughs> Brian is a uh, great friend of the show. He's, uh, you know, obviously a very big supporter. He uh, brings the shit. He talks about us enough. So, you know, I would like to apologize for the fact that we don't. I don't know the Ring of Honor stuff personally. It sounds like, you know, we're all on fucking Planet Mars right now. <laughs> so, uh, you know. But all of Ring of Honor's top guys came to NXT. <laughs> Adam Cole. Um, bye bye. A bunch Cole, of names. But I didn't watch them. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I never watched Ring of Honor. So I don't know. Yeah, Debbie, you, uh, ROH, if you can't learn from this show so far today, you're, you're not even trying. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Conrad needs to have a Ring of Honor show. <laughs> Pack with the I, I facts even, today. I can't even wait for his next question because I have a feeling none of you have a freaking clue about this one either. Which, oh, of, the, which of his matches with Gargano is your favorite? Right, how about this one that we're going to cover right now, huh? Oh, well, the one <laughs> is definitely one that I remember back when they were young boys in uh, Tokyo. They had a prelim match at the uh, Tokyo Dome Cup. I think it was 2008. It was a hell of a match. Uh, they were both lightweights. It, it was at the beginning of the card, and I believe that Johnny Gargano advanced, but then he lost in the next round. But it was a hell of a hell of an opportunity for both. Thank God, Coach. Thank you so much. Oh no, look, because when they were DIY, <laughs> you know, they had a couple of matches with the revival. The one that we didn't watch was the two out of three falls. That uh, they actually won the titles with that with that match. It was uh, Takeover Toronto, I believe. Awesome match. It was just, it was too long. Um, long. You know what I noticed about matches. NXT. You know what I noticed about NXT a lot. There is a lot of false finishes, like uh, even more so than the, like the main roster. And these matches do go on for a while, but they really, even if they're long, they keep you hooked. Though they yeah. do keep you hooked. I'm talking about the black, the the, the yellow and black. Uh, NXT. Black and gold brand. Okay, black and gold. Sorry. See? Yeah, I don't even know what colors. colors I'm talking about. But anyway, um, all right. I think we I agree. That. It does have a more indie vibe with uh, all the false finishes and stuff. And it does, you know, a lot of the NXT matches we have covered so far, and obviously we uh, will cover today, 
we're, uh, you know, a bunch of false finish laden. So keeps the crowd in it, juiced. Yeah, that two out of three falls match that they had, I think, was the very next uh, takeover after Brooklyn 2. We jumped the shark, man. We really did jump the shark last week. And we really fucking did. Uh-huh. All right, so honestly, they had a couple good matches. I've seen a few of them. They had a no-holds-barred match that uh, Ciampa beat Gargano, which Ciampa actually won right before he faced Aleister Black in the second match that we'd be covering today. And I've seen them both in a – it was a fatal four-way Iron Man match that also had Finn Balor and Adam Cole in it. That was when NXT was on Wednesdays still – or on uh, – yeah, on Wednesdays on USA going one-on-one. Up against AEW. That a boy, awesome. Devin? Uh, him and Gargano, I think, got voted rivalry of the year that year because they had, like like Devin said, an Iron Man match and ended up having, uh, was it I Quit or is it a, was it last, last Man Standing, right? I thought it was Last Man Standing. And the way that it ended was awesome because Gargano actually took himself out and lost the match. It was his own right. fault. So that ending was great. It was I love their the rivalry was probably top five all time in my book. Adam, are you uh, going to like a work site today or something like that? <laughs> He's wearing his PPE, man. He's being safe. Why do you have those glasses on? That's for Double Why J. You your Back the on. fuck up, Brad. Those are Double <laughs> J glasses. I thought they're Scotty Two Hotty glasses. No, those are Double J. No, those are Jeff Jarrett. Oh, I thought maybe he was working the road crew down the street. <laughs> That's in his off hours. So once again, please go to, uh, to our YouTube to check out uh, what Adam's wearing. And eating. And if, and if you didn't watch <laughs> tonight on A&E, they have the Road Dog and uh, Jesse James DX biography on A&E. We'll, we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, I sure. really like those biographies. Did you guys watch the Lex Luger one? I haven't yet. I've only watched uh, The Undertaker and... I've watched Kurt Angle, and I'm about halfway through the Goldberg one. I, I'm out of order, but I, yeah. I'm definitely, I, I'm definitely going to see them all. For, Went from for Angle to Goldberg. The Luger one was pretty good. I liked it. You know what's yeah. funny, Adam? I'm with you, but uh, they, they do such a great job with these biographies. Even if you're not a big fan of the wrestler, they they make you like them. Uh, it's really unbelievable what they. Kurt uh, Angle's was them. awesome. As you know, team. I'm not a big Bret Hart fan, and his was awesome when they first came. Yeah, out. yeah, I watched them. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> I was ready to get on there and hear him whine, and he didn't. It was just so well done. He just starts playing the piano in the beginning. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> just uh, finds out he's married to a woman like 30 years younger than him. So let's segue to uh, do you see in 15 years a Tomasa Ciampo uh, biography on A&E? No. If he can stay Based on, on his work and his, his maybe his trajectory, he's getting a good push now with the, uh, what is it, uh, U.S. championship? He's dressing like Harley Race. I mean, I agree. I agree. Um, I think with Triple H, if, if Triple H remains in charge, this is his guy for sure. And he so, stays healthy because he had neck problems. He's had two or three neck surgeries. True. Then, I mean, there's it's a question that's going to come up later. Uh, the only thing that might be holding him back is his size. But I think Triple H worries a lot less about that than uh, yeah. the man. The well, man and, was, uh, I know one, one uh, fan wrote in about his uh, injury uh, – Proneness, I guess you could say. Okay, I guess I can get to that question as well. <laughs> uh, I wasn't really ready for these questions. So well, soon. I mean, they they flow good with the conversation, so might as well knock them out. They well, well, Brad gets that. 
Well, Brad gets that question, and we're still on Bryant Haremza. We're actually recording on his birthday, oh, August well, 14th. Happy Sunday. birthday. Yeah, happy oh, birthday, Brian. Brian Haremza. I said that 10 minutes ago. Let's ride. I got, so I got, the, I got the question up. All right, it's there from it Mr. Is. It's from T Rob. So we got the first time I saw him. Uh, we're talking about Champa pronouns, pal. He and Gargano literally tore the house down and half the ring too. Could he improve his image to get more over now? Did the Harley race thing help? His work has no holes that I see. Promo is good. What's the ceiling for him? Thanks, guys. Love the show. You guys are the number one podcast in the world. Thanks, Rob. T Rob, I appreciate that. That was a great take. Uh, you always bring the great ones, and we see you out there, and we really thank you for all the publicity that you give us. And you always come with the uh, the hard hitting takes. I would I would agree with you. You know, uh, Champa's up for some big big things. I think you're going to see him get a big push, and uh, just like we said, that change to Triple H is going to really help his push. Yeah. I, I will say this, though. The Harley race thing last week threw me a little bit because I understand why. You know, it was the U.S. championship. I understood what they were doing. But he's supposed to be a heel. And I don't – I felt like that was a real babyface move, uh, use, uh, dedicating his match to Harley race. So I thought that was an odd choice unless they're planning on making a uh, – I'm changing him a little bit. But Heels can get by with it if they lose. If they like, oh, I'm dedicated to someone, so they lose. Then, then he can get by with it, I think. But I like we were just saying. I think uh, sky's the limit for him is if Triple H is there. I mean, we saw. I mean, we we we're we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But when he was last match on NXT, Triple H's music hit, and came out and he gave That's him a true. hug from behind there. And I mean, it doesn't really get any bigger than that. It was very emotional. It was. It was. It, it, was, it was like really the uh, I'm back and my guy is going to take over. That's how I took it. Like, here I am, world. This is my dude. He, he's going to get his push. I'm Triple H. This is my shit now. When he what was coming think? back from his neck surgery, he even mentioned that he, will, he won't go to Raw. He won't go to SmackDown. He'll stay NXT. And I guess somewhere between the neck the neck injury and now, he changed his mind. But a year or two ago, he, he was pretty, pretty loud about it. I'm not going. I'll go to NXT. I'm not going to all NXT changed though. NXT changed. It became a developmental mm -hmm. territory, not a brand. So he's, yeah, and they he's, said he's, nobody over like whatever age it was. And he's so. definitely and he's definitely over. Yeah. Uh, from what I I don't know the details for sure, but what, you know I know it was a pretty nice schedule at, at NXT. Uh, not as much traveling at NXT. Sure. Uh, it's less money at NXT, in the way I understand it though. But yeah, I, I think he was kind of pushed out. Uh, to, to be in the main roster, and they probably say, "Listen, do it or, or leave." What did Jay always say? Cash or creative? I guess for him, it's creative. He didn't creative, have nobody I... else to work. I mean, they're just having to bring people down from Raw, you know, like Ziggler and AJ Styles, for him to have decent matches with. I mean, how tall is he? Is he uh, the? Is he short on the shorter side? He's yeah. Five so same height as me. I don't think he's that tall. Is what it says. I think he's about five nine. And he was working with Braun Breaker. Yeah. which was a good thing for Braun Breaker. Yeah. So you're right. After that, who do you work with? Because Braun Breaker the, is the thing down there now. So True. What do you guys think about it with, with the Miz? I think it's weird. I think I mean, it's I a good like fit. It. Because you think it's, it's a honestly, good fit? I, I, I see 
Champa has a lack of charisma, and the Miz is all charisma. I think it's just a different type of charisma to me. I think they're just completely different type characters. He had to explain why he was with him, because I'm sure nobody really understood it. He 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 basically said he's with him because of what the Miz has done. And if you're gonna put yourself with anybody, that's the guy you put yourself with. And I understand that. Uh, but I think it's um I think obviously they're just setting it up to have a match, right? I, mean, I, got, a quick, I got you quickly. Okay. You know when he was run, when he was working heel in the next day, he would come out with no music. Are y'all yeah, a fan of the whole heel no music? Yeah, right. It works. Well, he is like a tweener to me though. A lot of like I he'll always get his cheers now at this point. Uh, we're gonna find out in the second match that we're gonna mm-hmm. cover today. He didn't give any cheers there, but We'll see what happens with him. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I love what's going on in, uh, in, in WWE right now. I love all the, I love people. It has a real, boy, it has a real dynamite feel, feel to it, doesn't it? Well, people showing up every week, you around. never know. And uh, people that you never thought we were going to see again on the show are back. So. Right. B-Fab. What do they say? It's the best time to be a wrestling fan. Right. Speaking <laughs> of wrestling, Any we need to get to our first match. Yes, this man answered uh, the damn questions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, they were applicable to the uh, time. They were great, right? And we and we thank everybody for those questions. And we will eventually get to all of them at some point in time. You just never know. But speaking of great wrestling that we do know, it is a DIY versus the Revival. From uh, that's the first match we're covering, and it is an NXT Tag Team Championship match. From NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 2 that occurred on August 20th, 2016. It was in the Barclays Center. Shout out to Hova. You know, I'm always marked out for the Barclays Center because Jay-Z had a part in building it. So, shout out to the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Uh, The only, you know, cool thing about New York is, you know, Brooklyn and Jay-Z, Biggie and Puffy and all that stuff. And uh, there's Devin there, I guess, too. (laughs) <laughs> but Henry, uh Henry, we love you too, Henry. Yeah, yeah, we do like Henry. Antonio, you suck. Map it, baby, map it. Moving on. <laughs> the attendance Antonio, was uh, you suck. 15,671. The match went just a little over uh, 19 minutes. Meltzer gave it four and a half stars. But, oh, you know, shit. That's enough about that intro to, uh, you know, pretty big audience for, uh, you know, NXT at that time. I like it, but that's enough about that. Mike. Take it away. How did we get there? Well, they started on July 20th. Uh, Gargano and Champa interrupted Revival in a backstage statement, and they were going back at it, and they reminded Revival that they were the last ones to beat them, the last tag team to beat them. Right. Um, a couple weeks later, on August 3rd episode of NXT, they cut a promo on them, and it got physical where Gargano and Champa was, um, got the better of them. They ended all that, and that's when they were awarded the number one contender match for this yep. for this fight. Now, how do you feel about a team having to beat the champions in a non-title match to be considered the number one contender? Stupid. That's what they did. John Albert brought that up on Twitter today. He didn't think that the champions should wrestle or even lose in a match if it wasn't a championship match. That's what happened here. DIY yep. beat the Revival in a non-title match to make them the number one contenders. I think that's a ridiculous way. <laughs> I mean, I get you kind of get to try out the match before you actually get the title. So I, as a company, I kind of get this, you know, hey, let's throw it out there and see what happens. No reason why the champions but should lose. 
like as a fan, like, so you got to beat them twice, <laughs> you know, to, I don't know. Well, you make your champions look bad too. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Christian who one year ago today or this weekend on the first rampage beat Kenny Omega for the Omega champ, uh, impact championship. Shout out. But uh, Shout go out. ahead, Mike. Was that all? Was, was oh that yeah, that's it. I didn't, I couldn't find a lot of, I didn't watch a lot of NXT yeah. back then. There, so. there wasn't a big deal up because they weren't going to tag team very often and they wasn't really tag team much before this anyway. All right. So let's talk about the match itself. So, again, like we were just saying, it's DIY, who is uh, Chomp and Gargano versus The Revival, also known today as FTR. Tampa. So let's I, – I want to say something about the way I'm going to be going through these notes a little bit because I get confused. <laughs> I get confused because I, FTR has completely different names today, and I know them for what they are today and for what they are then. So you're going to hear me say Dak sometimes. You're going to hear me say Dawson sometimes, Wilder sometimes, Wheeler sometimes. Just know who they are. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, in my notes, I put a DIY versus FTR at the first. So I was like, wait, technically, you know, because they're announced as the revival, like when the ring announcer does it. So I, I actually had to go back and, and, and like, like, yeah. try to remember which one da Dax was and which one, like, like, oh, I'm like, oh man. So anyway, um, Nobody will do it for you, shirts. Baby blue, baby. This is a makeshift team at the time, Adam. What do you think of makeshift teams? Well, they have been tag teams in the past. What? So, <laughs> I don't know if you consider them makeshift because they've been partners before, but it was just kind of like, hey, y'all got history. Y'all get back together. So I, I like the fact that they do have a history, but as far as the crap WWE does, Hey, let's put Jericho with um, Takamichi Noku. See what happens. Yeah, I agree. It, By the end, the Rock and Saw connection came from that, right? Well, that's the, yeah, that's the great thing, though, is you got these two guys that's never tagged together, probably didn't even talk to each other, and then two weeks later, they're the champions. It, it's. Oh. I got you. Hey, Mike, guess what I wrote in my notes next? I wrote, um. who's, I wrote who's left, and then I put Mike next to it. Any idea what the, any idea what the fuck I'm talking about there? Because I don't remember. <laughs> I was just hoping maybe I jarred something there that I missed something. I obviously Do you mean like who's gone, gone, like left, like left the WWE? Is that what you meant? Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. There you go. Oh. It's context clues. Wow. So we talked our way through it. We talked our way through it, Mike. Who's left from these four guys? Well, Tampa is. Yeah. But I think is. Isn't Gargano coming back or saying something? About uh, rumor has it, maybe, maybe not, right? Maybe we'll see him in the crowd next week next to Dexter Loomis. Right. You um, never know. It'll be right there next to Barry Wyatt. Man, I am so proud oh, of you right bro. now, James. I can't tell you how proud I am of you right now for figuring that out. Because <laughs> I didn't know what I was talking about. Anyway, a very, very good video package that, of course, tells the story. DIY uh, is obviously the crowd favorite here. Facebook live with triple h immediately following coach did you happen to see this nah awesome coach. Thanks. hell no i have not seen that uh <laughs> i don't i didn't even this is the first time i saw the match i remember no. the storyline but I didn't, I didn't see the match live no i meant that um they, they have an announcement at the beginning of the match that says facebook live with triple h immediately following i thought this was interesting 
What'd you but say okay. to Devin? Thanks for you said thanks for trying. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Awesome. I didn't get into NXT really until 2019 because that was it. I went to a live show in San Diego with my kids just on a whim. And Adam Cole Bebe hit, and I was like, oh, I'll watch NXT. And that's kind of where I watch it from. Weren't they doing that a lot at this time, like the Facebook Live? Uh, it was kind of like a precursor of like the Raw Talk and Smack Talk, whatever it is. He, he did it after the takeovers. Was it? Okay. Nice. So the Revival has an entrance. Um, they're obviously the heels. They're very unlikable. Devin, what did you think of this presentation? I really like the Revival. I used to like them back then, too. They kind of have like that 80s rugged, uh, you know, that rugged style wrestling look. No flips, just fists. Roll back Top mountain size. I thought, I thought the ring gear was awesome. Uh, the gray and black. Uh, the commentators for this, James, what did you, who were they? And uh, do you know anything about them? They were Tom Phillips and Corey Graves. Great and, couple of guys. Uh, all right. Like I said, I never really watched NXT back in that day. And I remember Corey Graves being like an NXT wrestler and then a commentator. And then as he got called up, you know, you always shit on the new commentator. Like, who's this guy? You know, all that stuff. Like, poor Michael Cole. He'll never get the accolades he deserves. But uh, it's cool to see how Corey Graves has kind of evolved into now. He's like, you know, one of the big time uh, commentators, you know. I think they put McAfee and Michael Cole on one show and Corey Graves on Raw because, like, you kind of – you got to split your two top dudes like that, I guess. And I would say that they're WWE's two top, like uh, – commentators and he's got carmella that's the ultimate prize hey he pulled that uh sammy Guevara on that one too right talk about out kicking your coverage yeah Roll tide. married to one fucking well you know i will go on champa uh here mike is uh, obviously the baby face do you think he's a better heel baby face or, or in between um from what i see i think he's a good deal he's better heel. Yeah. i said i haven't seen a lot of them so but what i have seen i've seen a couple matches and i think he is a better heel so the match starts with Dax, Dawson, Dawson, Dax. Uh, it's so far, it was pretty technically awesome in the beginning of this match. Adam, what did you think of it? Uh, it's it's crazy because, you know, this is when we're starting to see with a revival, and I think this is their second tag team reign in NXT. And within a couple of years, they're Raw, SmackDown, and then they go to AEW, then AAA. And it's... Oh, yeah. This is cool because Champa right here, he looks young, and then a year to a year later, he's got his beard grown out and he's jacked, like within the year. So, seeing him back, seeing him like this, it's pretty. I like it. Makes me feel young again. James, did the crowd seem ready for this match to you? Uh, very much so, and uh, that's nothing that you know goes to NXT. Uh, especially with uh, Barclays Brooklyn, this was the same weekend as I believe. Uh, I don't know if it was. It was a SummerSlam weekend of that year. SummerSlam 2018. Yeah, my very yeah, first yeah. pay per view. Oh yay! I'll be damned. But yeah, that was a. Uh, you know that crowd was juiced. Number one for wrestling, and I think they kind of got the uh, the crowd bump off of uh, the fact that there was the pay per view. But number two, that crowd knew who the fuck they were cheering for. Also, you know. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Wrestling. And then, like, you know, then they cheered tag team wrestling at one point in time. You had the mm -hmm. This Is Awesome. I mean, the crowd pretty much went through the, the Rolodex of all the cheers. So you're there to put asses in seats, number one, but have them engaged, number two. 
And I would say this crowd was definitely engaged on this. Gargano hadn't changed at all from now, from then to now. The other three guys have, but it looks exactly the same. So we have a double team here by Gargano and Ciampa on uh, on Dax Dawson. Sorry, guys, I keep trying to go back Whatever. to the old name, but it's tough. And I, well, I'm trying for the fans at home because maybe not everybody remembers. Yeah, true. Today. Old Dawson. So, so it was Dawson back then. Um, and Devin, what did you think of the uh, in-ring chemistry so far in the beginning of this, which with Gargano and Champa? Uh, right in the very beginning, I think it was a uh, it was a little rough because they just came off the match facing each other, so they weren't completely getting every move down perfect. But they're still working with each other a little bit. So we know the revival FCR one of the best the best to do it today. But how good is DYI, Mike? How good do you think they are as watch, as you were watching this match? Do they have what FTR has? Who? Revival? Wow. DIY. DIY. I think that, yeah, they do, because I think they had good chemistry. They were back they had, I mean, I don't say as good as the revival. Um, they might be better. They might be a little bit better than them, but um, FTR, though, is a lot better than them. So they lived together. Whenever um, they come to Florida, it was Champa, Gargano, and uh, Candice, all three, lived together in Florida. And Champa left his wife what? up uh, wherever I say lived. I can't remember. This is a common theme. But uh, yeah, he left his wife <laughs> up there, and he moved down south with uh, Johnny and Candice. It's a smaller pack. Coach. Yes, uh, you have some. You usually have some inside info. Do you know if Gargano's on his way back to the WWE, if he's performing any anywhere soon? He was very friendly at Starcast, but nothing. Uh, I bet you people asked him, but no, we really thought he might come back on SummerSlam night to fill the slot against Seth Rollins. A lot of people were bringing that up at Starcast. Just regular old fans. They just kept asking, and people kept talking. But no, we were prepared for a big line if he did come back, but. Nothing about the future. What do you think of Gargano as a seller, Devin? He uh, selling the moves. Uh, Johnny Gargano, I think he's one of the greatest. That's how we got that nickname, Johnny Wrestling. Uh, I seen a little more of him than I did than more than I uh, did Champa in Ring of Honor. I've I've followed Johnny Wrestling for a while. I hope he comes back with Champa in the Miz. So we have all four guys in the ring brawling. We have a huge crowd reaction. Uh, ready for a. They were ready for a double kick from um, from Gargano and Champa to Dawson, and he slips out of the ring. What do you think of the psychology here, Adam? Anything with the revival, they're like arm pulling. They make everything look good. They they tell a story <laughs> when they do it. That's why their match with uh, the Briscoes is so good because they they're storytellers. They're amazing, and so that's just what makes them look. That's what makes them the best tag team. Like, without a doubt, best tag team. The best. What was that? The best. Right now, they're the best. Oh, yeah. Big got it. Mm -hmm. We have a suicide dive from Gargano. Knees off the apron from Champa. First real big spot of the match. Mike, what'd you think of this spot? It was good. It was, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just, I just lost the blank. No, I just lost the blank there. I was trying to do better. Um, <laughs> I love you. No, I thought it was a good move. It's just, I don't know. 
<laughs> Enthralling Thanks. stuff. Thanks. Like. <laughs> Thanks for drawing. Damn. So then you have imposing on the turn the turnbuckles, James. Would you? What do you think of this? <laughs> They're posing on the turnbuckle. Uh, uh, Gargano and I. And I mean, win the match, man. You know what I'm saying? I get the uh, like. Let's say you do a hot move and you get up and like yeah, like that's cool. But to uh, you know do your little, it's prima donna bullshit to me. Like win the match. You're fighting for the titles, win the match. Then, and we'll get to, uh, you know, our other match has definitely the uh, celebration style. But, yeah, like, do all your little, you know, pretty boy bullshit after that. Win the match. So, so Coach, what do you think of the presentation of the Revival here compared to FTR now? I like how they are more accepting of the fans praise because a lot of people were cheering for him in that match but they really didn't acknowledge it or give it any attention because they were heels now they have the opportunity to be one with the fans so they still kind of wrestle the same way actually they wrestle the exact same dirty way but they really really connect with the fans more which makes the pop so much bigger so that's what i'd say great thank you so the headlock on Champa from the from Dax, Champa is selling the shit out of this. The announcers are putting over the competitor. Adam, does this have Triple H's fingers all over it? Probably wasn't selling. It's probably because his neck was really hurt. That was always his problem. Like whenever he did get injured, it was ninety nine percent of the time it was his neck. I think one time it was his knee, but. Hell, he, he hurt there so much. Hell, he probably just got used to selling because he hurt all the time. But was yeah, this before the surgery? Was this before the surgery or after the surgery? This is before surgery because he actually had to uh, give the championship title back yep. right before the show, before WrestleMania. They were in New York, and that was his dream to be the champ, WrestleMania or whatever, and that's the square garden. Had to relinquish, relinquish the belt and have to have surgery. That's when they had the tournament with uh, Gargano, Adam, Adam Cole, and two other jackoffs. <laughs> what are you going to say, Devin? I said Devin. boom. Yeah, oh. Adam Cole. Oh, gotcha. Bye-bye. But I wanted to ask you, Devin, uh, Dax or Dawson? Dawson is in this – he's in this match an awful long time already. Uh, for a lot of the match, he's in it. Did he, you think he lost a bet? Like, why do you – do you think uh, – you think someone was hurt? Like, why was he in his match so long? Dash? Uh, I think that Dax. it's a known fact. Uh, Dash. Wilder. Who? Dax. Dawson. Dax. Dax Hardwood? Figure okay. out what you guys are freaking. I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> right. Which one are you ask, asking me? It's Dawson and Dax are the same person. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Just okay. call them what their Max name is. Right. If you think that's <laughs> fucking easy, coach, you didn't even watch the fucking match, dude. I did watch the match. No, you didn't. You didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I watched the match. I didn't watch the after thing. All right, Cash Wheeler, Dash Wilder <laughs> has always been fighting off a shoulder injury for a long time. He's had shoulder problems. I, uh, I think it was. Like a year before they came over to AEW, that he actually had surgery on that and was out for a couple months. Gotcha. So Tampa fights out of uh, out of it. Both men can't quite get to Gargano for the tag. 
What do you think of the match story with him not being able to to the tag coach? Well, he, he was battling injuries through the entire match. I mean, right down to the very end, I won't give it up, but it really added a lot of reality to things. Uh, they were really attacking body parts. The revival were really attacking body parts and cutting off the ring, which gave it that old school feel. And then it happens again. So he leaves for the tag again. Gargano's taken down from the apron. Uh, we have a double team from the revival. Is this classic Arn and Tully stuff here, Adam? I love that. I love the he dives and right before he tags, they pull him down off from the apron. That's classic. I love it. Especially when they get the timing right of it, man. It's really yes. And if they are revival, they're the best at it. Nobody else does it like they do. And this continues. This this continues and continues. Champ is in the ring a long time, reaching for the tag again. Can't get there. Anticipation, Mike. How were you like uh, like getting almost anxious here at this point? Of course, because you want Gar Gargano to come in, because you want that big comeback. Yeah, but it doesn't help. It doesn't help that Gargano's arms are just like this long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, you have Dawson with Champa in the rear choke. Champa reverses the pile driver and gets the hot tag. Look at only oh, for the it, hot tag. Only for it not to count because the ref didn't see it. Devin, at this point, are you losing your freaking mind? Yeah, it was a it was a pretty good spot right there. I, I I thought it was nuts. The ref was coming over trying to get uh, Gargano back out of the ring. Revival were pulling it off perfectly. It's one of those uh, one of those moves that you can't see in AW or other places because they don't follow the actual rules of wrestling. So you know, the referee was doing his job and he didn't see the tag getting the illegal man out of the ring. That's water come in to distract him. Yeah, he and like tripped over the going banana when that happened too. I think uh, that part was really cool because you don't yeah. see that often. Like you know, like said. Well, because usually the AEW referees are already in the same corner with them, waiting. Right. right. So you have the double team backbreaker elbow to Champa kicks out at like two point eight seven, really close. Champa hulking up while getting punched, but a big clothesline ends all that. <laughs> Champa finally, finally gets the hot tag to Gargano. The crowd reaction to Gargano cleaning house, James, what'd you think? Mild. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Dude, there was a kind of sort of from a, I don't know if it's specifically this moment, maybe a little bit before, but there was probably a good, what, like four or five straight minutes where the crowd is like losing their, oh, yeah, oh, oh, ah, oh, oh, like constant, just everyone standing, cheering, clapping, you know, Oh, ooh, is and Oz, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I loved uh, – because I, I like when the crowd pops all that stuff. And, yeah, pretty much there's a string of uh, moves and stuff that it was go time, you know? So there's many double teams. Come, awesome. Yeah, there's even some uh, – this is awesome chance in it too. Yeah. It should have used this referee because this referee is bigger than Johnny Gargano. Is that a thing still? Are we still worried about that? Yeah. The referee hey, being – this is going to sound very dickheadedish, but uh, Adam, when you wrestled, was there a referee shorter than you? Oh, Mike Posey. Mike Posey was real skinny. So, like, when you wrestled, did they have to sub in, like, you know? Hey, this is kind of what we're alluding to, I guess, but. Did Max Mini, did Max Mini ref your matches? That no, I did meet a guy named David Harden, though. He, uh. He did the the mini wrestling, whatever you want to call it now. Uh, but he was always by himself. 
So it it kind of defeated the purpose of having that kind of attraction when there's nobody here for him to wrestle. He just walked around and said, hey, everybody. So then we had a neck breaker from Gargano. Dawson's out at uh, Dawson's out at two. Johnny wrestling chance. You guys have uh, referred to that a couple times. Spear yeah. off the roads. Uh, spear off the ropes to Dawson from Gargano. Out at two was. I mean, absolutely picture perfect stuff here. This is again. This is awesome chance, James. You just mentioned that. Crowd is going guys are, ape shit. Ape shit. The whole time. Absolutely great stuff. DDT to Gargano from Bang. Dawson. Wilder with the. Finally saying Wilder here. I feel like I do. I feel like uh, Dawson was in that match 80% of the time there. Wilder with the um, the cover out at two. Again, roll up from Gargano to Dawson. Out at 2.99999. I swear that was way too close. Champa with, with a bridged arm bar to, to Dawson. Crowd is going absolutely ballistic here. And it's broken up by chaos in the ring. Crowd is really hot. Coach, would, do you like the NXT chant, Coach? Or do you think that's too much? No, uh, I went to uh, one of these takeovers in Phoenix, and I got uh, I got the feeling for him. I didn't know many of the storylines, but I just got into the chance and the energy of the crowd because it doesn't matter who's in the ring. If you can, as a fan, if you can feed off of the crowd, that's really all that matters. I mean, a lot of times you're going to go to matches where you might not know someone, but that crowd really gives you the oomph, and you just ride the wave, whether it's a baby face or a heel. And uh, they were going both ways because each each fan group had their tag team that they liked. So it was back and forth and just it it's what professional wrestling should be. It wasn't sports entertainment. That was a professional wrestling match. And let me ask you one more thing. Uh, so we have. NXT chance. We have AEW chance. We had ECW chance. We have GCW chance. Will there ever be a day we have a WWE chant? No. no. The That's top of the mountain doesn't book. chant. Okay. Got I it. think we're going to get a thank you, Hunter. Chant you already did. Didn't you? I think we already did. I, guess, I can I, see I, that. Yeah, definitely can see that. I mean, they did say uh, thank you, Vince, as he's being charged with all these heinous crimes and <laughs> crowds of thousands. Thank you, Vince. Well, some of the crowds around here can't do WWE all together at the same time. Damn it, damn WWE. We should all go and just start doing it. No. WWE. Yes. I'll pass. I think it's one of those, like, when you, when you, because, I mean, let's be real. They are the, they're the number one dog, obviously. So every other company has a, you know, underdog mentality. So, of course, the crowd's going to cheer because you're part of that. Like, we're part of the rise of, uh, you know, me and Rosie been to a bunch of AEW shows in the past like year, year and a half, two years. We're kind of part of that rise, you know. Like, so it's I'll say AEW. Adam, Mike <laughs> went to a couple. Let's see, yeah. Devin, bitch, he ain't been any. Well, yeah, yeah, I have in my own arena. It, if you think about it, it's crazy though because we saw Jim Carter promotion WCW, and then we see WCW go down. And then in our lifetime, we see AEW get started. And so we, we get to see the rise and fall of a company. And now the rise here of another one. And hopefully it stays going. But how sure. often do you think you get to see Didn't they just have a too sweet chant or some crap like that? Mm-hmm. Too sweet. Something like that. Like we are part of history, I guess, what, what I'm getting at. I got you. But yeah, go ahead. It's me hard. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I have the Shatter Machine from the Revival, which is their finishing move. Kick out by Champa. 
This actually looks at this point, their momentum is in DIY's corner. Mike, did you think they were going to win? I did. For a little while there, I did. Definitely. Knee kick combination. <laughs> three. 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 Thanks, Mike. Poor Mike. Mike. <laughs> just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. I don't know what's yes going to no question. Back. I don't know what's We don't re hey, hey, news flash at home. We don't rehearse this. <laughs> you give Mike all the yes, no questions. That's true. I think you're setting it up. That we're, yeah. <laughs> collusion. I think there's collusion. All right. We get a three count by Dash. Foot was on the rope. Devin, did you think it was over here? Yes or no? I really did. Yeah, I thought the ref didn't see it because he gets up and starts throwing his arm, and then he's like, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think his foot was on the rope. Turns back and then goes and gets the leg. I was like, okay, all right, all right. Some, some things never stuff. change, man. Some things never change. I, you got to love stuff like this. But I will say this, Adam. This uh, I, I don't follow a lot of what Meltzer does. I have nothing against him personally, but I don't follow a lot of what he does. But I do look at Bleacher Report, and they gave this match an A+. Now, if there was anything here that you would not that would, would keep this from getting an A+, what would it be? Honestly, I mean – Everything looked good. I mean, every, the timing, uh, the revival's timing to be at a spot where they need to be. You know, we were talking about the whole pulling off the apron, you know, the timing for that. Mm. It, it's unreal, man. They're, they're two professionals, and I don't know what could have. So for me, Adam, and the only thing that could hold this match back from not being an A+, I feel like there's a real lack of selling at the last part of this match here of, of any of these moves hurting. I mean, they're finishing moves on these guys back and forth, back and forth. So they're explain doing to me. That a lot now, if you've noticed. Right. So well, if anything. I think at this point was when they started calling them uh, signature moves and not uh, finishers. <laughs> so if anything, that's the only thing I, I think would hold this match back from being an A+. I thought it was really good. The so top rope from Wilder onto the, to the knee of Gargano. Gargano taps out to reverse figure four to Dawson. Uh, so the Revival wins. What did you guys think of the match? I like the finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I like the finish. Like, what, what was the finish? I forgot. It the was reverse a, figure four. Yeah, he ah, tapped he out. Knew. Okay, yeah. I just, I thought it was a cool move. So I, I liked it because they didn't go over, but they got over. So, all right, so let's expand on that. Devin, FTR, the revival leaves, and they leave those two in the ring. Why are the losers in the ring? I think it's just to kind of give them the sympathy over the crowd. Like they put on a four and a half star match. They put an A plus match. That was killer. These two, uh, they just faced each other, faced each other a couple months ago or a month ago at the Cruiserweight Championship Classic. They're but just they giving were, them that sympathy. They were sympathy. friends then, though. This this is starting to set up the turn. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. You can see that Ciampa's mad because he's not the one that lost the match, technically. So you can see the little, uh, I wouldn't say disgust, I guess, but, you know, the little. Uh, he little got thrown up against the uh, the ring pole. The boom, that's what set everything up because they yep. got him on that ring pole. Remembering that the turn happens at some point, I thought it was right here, honestly. I thought we were about to see it. No, it's after Toronto. Okay, so that was my next question. Did you think Champ was actually going to – I mean, I don't remember. 
you know, when I, I, I did watch this, but I don't remember. Like, did any did, did any of you think he might actually turn at that moment or did, or not? Not not right here, because this is one of their first times being back together on TV. And um, there's, like I said, they're setting up the big turn coming up. I can't remember if it's the one after Toronto or two after Toronto. But if you'll watch this, and then if you watch when he turns, they walk up the ramp the same way and everything. He has his arm around and talking to him. So everything's almost exact from this point to the turn. All so right. Great. Devin, you put it in these notes for me to read. What's the greatest tag match you've seen in person, Devin? Uh, it was actually the Revival versus Chad Gable and um, – Bobby Roode, who debuted. Bobby Roode debuted on this pay-per-view for WWE against Andrade. And it was glorious. Absolutely glorious. I will give it. I will give it. Man, that is a sick-ass entrance. I really do. uh, I like that one a bunch. So I actually, that was another one of my ringtones. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, you know that, oh, man, like the the white light, and then uh, Robert E. turns around. Throws his hands like that, and that uh, the Titantron, glorious, just comes across. There ain't another. That is, when it comes to like that's pimp of the shit like factor right there. Doesn't matter what you do, man. That 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 intro is like dick swinging. (laughs) You know, it is some pimp shit. That intro, I like it a bunch. You know what else was glorious? The breakdown of that match. Great job, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And we didn't give in until we were victorious. And who was victorious? Well, the revival. They were really back up the ramp, dick swinging. <laughs> you got so yeah, they gave the, the faces the, uh, you know, the time in the ring. Uh, standing ovation was tremendous. I do want to say what uh, I did not watch NXT, you know, at all, really. But what I heard about was uh, that heel turn by Ciampa. And that was, I was like, oh, shit, this may be worth kind of paying attention to because that was – you know, they were DIY, like, for a while, or it felt like a while, and they were over. And then when that turn happened, like, okay, because there was some real, uh, you know, it felt real there for when they were doing their, uh, you know, feud after Candace, that. Candace got involved. And and then, like, Ciampa, I believe, won the title, and that was, you know, that's heat, brother. But, yeah, uh, as everything else is, I guess. Gargano lost his job because of Ciampa. And then, get, then they can let him come back. No, storyline. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, storyline. <laughs> yeah, I think we've, you know, uh, they, you know. They had that, uh, they had that one match, uh, the cinematic match during COVID. Oh, speaking of cinematic stuff, Rosie, do you have a uh, movie or a TV uh, time that you want to relate to the time of this uh, match? Yes, I do. Guys, one of the most impactful movies I ever saw during that generation, uh, 2016 to 2018, was the movie A Star is Born with uh, Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper. Any of you guys remember that movie? Absolutely. I saw it for sure. Lady Gaga wrote Hub. I remember the movie existing, but I have never seen it. Same boat as James. I think it cleaned up at the Academy Awards, too. I believe it won a bunch. Well, let me give you the brief synopsis of it. Uh, Lady Gaga is a amateur singer, and 
she kind of takes up with Bradley Cooper, who's a accomplished country and Western star and they make it big. And at the end, due to complications of addiction, you know, Bradley Cooper makes a decision. You guys can watch the movie to, to check that out. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> um, it was one of the first movies of the recent time where they really tackled mental health from somebody that really had the appearance of having it all. Uh, that's a big misconception in life that, you know, even people that have it all that might be stars that might be rich don't suffer from mental health issues and addiction. So this really uh, maybe fostered in the focus on mental health because it's always kind of been in the background, but, you know, within the last five or six years, it's really been on the forefront with a lot of athletes and a lot of uh, actors and actresses you know, bringing it up in their, in their real life. I mean, uh, Simone Biles going out in the Olympics, uh, this kind of allowed people to be themselves and be comfortable. So a star is born is my movie. Uh, do you guys have a chance to see it? what do you guys think? I loved it. Uh, I thought it was great. Don't let the title fool you. Like if it's some kind of, it is an ex like an, it's an excellent movie. Uh, Brad Cooper, Bradley Cooper in it. I mean, he sings his own songs. He, it's, it's him. Right. Like, he prepared for this for years. And Lady Gaga is already an established singer. He, um, you know, from the guy that was in The Hangover until now, I mean, he's he's done some stuff. So he's done a I lot of highly recommend it. Brad. I like how you said, oh, Brad Cooper, like trying to, you know, get a little, uh, oh, you and him go by the, y'all Brad homies. Yeah. Oh, Brad Cooper. I, I, yeah. I, heard, I heard you say it. Come on. You, you snuck that in. Remember, remember when Wedding Crashers? Bradley Cooper. You know it. Speaking we of know Brad it. Cooper. Come on. Remember when Wedding Crashers, he was such an asshole in that, and he, he wanted to go kill, like, the quails, and Owen Wilson says, I don't know what the fuck a quail is. That's good shit. But anyway, mm. getting off to that movie, back to yeah, the original. I do like the... Uh, the it was well done. Very well done. The mental health aspect of it, though, has come to the forefront a lot lately for sure so it is cool to uh you know see that represented and uh you know you know if it if it helps one person it helps everybody so seems like it got a big boost after robin williams after he right after he died yeah because he dealt with depression and everything and chester I think bennington it, too you know i think it really opened up after he passed away well next week guys uh i'll give you a little uh, foreshadowing on the question we're going to take a look at WWE produced and directed movies. I'm going to ask you guys what your favorite WWE uh, made movie was. It the Marine? Was it the Days King movie? That's my favorite you know, movie. Think about it uh, this week. Any of our uh, kickout crew uh, fans or crew, just hit us up on Twitter. You know, you'll 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 get a chance to answer this before we record. Uh, what was your favorite WWE produced movie? Let us know on Twitter. That's it. Thank you very much, Coach. Back to you, James. Oh, What's next on the, uh, my phone's going a little <laughs> crazy right now, but uh, you know what else is crazy? Uh, Devin, tell us what is crazy. Uh, you know, tell everybody, catch everybody up on you, I guess. Oh, that stupid ass wedding that happened last week. Oh, uh, I. 
didn't have a wedding last week. No, but, come on, Sammy Gamora. Oh, jeez. Oh, that wedding. Well, that. Oh, uh, we weren't there or anything. I wasn't going to talk about that at all, actually. I was going to move on, talk about did my. Did you not uh, get your invite? You were thinking about it, though, wouldn't you? I seen your eyes. Oh, I was thinking about it all week. I wish I was there. <laughs> Looked like a hell of a time off all the pictures on Twitter. But my true <laughs> topic. Probably rubbing it out to it. There's one Hey-o. I didn't like, but it's okay. My true topic this week was actually about uh, I had a trip to my grandparents' house. Is it the oh, same grandma that was walked in on you guys? Right, the fuck? Tell me you walked on them, walked in on them having sex. <laughs> I did not walk in on my grandparents. Yes, it's the same ones. I call I them Nana it. and Pa. He's a freak. I have my whole life. But um, so I went up there. They were giving me a huge, big hutch, a huge wooden like glass hutch. It's really nice. They just didn't want it anymore. So me and Erica went up, went up there to pick it up. Oh, um, while I'm getting in there though, my grandma's showing me all these pictures and paintings that she has on the wall for all these years. She tells me one of them that she wants to sell. That she's uh she's just kept on, kept held on to it for a while, for like 10, 15 years. She got it for like two dollars at a yard sale. Thing as old as you are. It pro- it it's really old. It's way older than it's probably older than Brad and Coach to be honest. But- <laughs> I oh, looked it up. Fired. <laughs> she told me I could just have it if I wanted, but she she thinks that I should sell it if I want. I uh. I gotta have sex on the hush too, but like, Grandma, look. She's all excited about this painting. Thinks it's worth millions and millions of dollars because it's all like in a nice frame and everything. I looked it up. It was uh, worth forty five cents on eBay. <laughs> How much is shipping? <laughs> Probably six dollars. <laughs> I don't know how to go about telling my grandma you don't. this painting is worth nothing. <laughs> Should I just buy it off her for like 20 bucks? Yeah. Like, Here you go, grandma. Let her hang on to the, the idea that it's worth something. Don't don't smash her dreams. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't smash her dreams. I mean, you gotta realize she almost walked in on y'all having sex, David. You wanna you do that to her? I mean, you do kind of owe her one, though, because she prevented you from having sex. Why, you couldn't get it up for, what, a week? <laughs> no, I didn't get it in for like a week. Yeah, I can get it up easily. That's not a problem. <laughs> Just wait, buddy. Just wait. It gets harder. That's what she said. Hey, gets harder. Boot you. All right. Yeah. So after me and Erica and my grandpa, we moved this hutch into the back of his uh truck. He wants me to go down and drink beer with him in the garage. Where's Starsky? Starsky and Hutch. You said Hutch was there. Where's Starsky? Oh, the the wooden Hutch. The whole reason we were going to my grandma's house. Oh. This big wooden like Hutch. I can send you guys a picture of it. I forgot you don't know who Starsky and Hutch is. Do you? Spare me, spare me. <laughs> no. All right. So my grandpa, he's using <laughs> a calendar right now. It's all one of those bikini ones. A uh, woman in bikini on top of all those nice cars. Right. It's from 2011. But all the dates are correct. Tits don't uh, change, buddy. Tits don't change. <laughs> it was it was May for or uh, the first of August was in March, or was a Monday? Excuse me. I have a I have a drink a little too much today. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, no, it's uh, <laughs> it was a fun trip to my grandparents' house, and I I just felt like. I had to share it. My grandma gave me a bunch of cookies, a whole bag full of chocolate chip cookies. 
my grandpa had a oh i asked him about the calendars and he was like i have a whole stack of them one for every year he looks over pulls out this shelf it's a stack like this tall calendars just like 2001 two three four he's been saving them since literally the year 2000 just uses the right calendar for that month they're well glazed <laughs> hey, he's uh, in the cell. i did not touch any of the calendars <laughs> You're going to inherit them, and then you're going to have to hang them right. in honor of <laughs> I'm going to give those to my brother. He can have those. It's funny you said something about a calendar, because my boss gave me these playing cards. Hell yeah. Is that a, your... Uh... Are you done? <laughs> uh, my bad. Are you good, Devin? Yeah, no, that was uh, my topic was about my trip to my grandparents' house. That's completely going to be cut from YouTube because Adam's been throwing up these cards the whole time. I think these are from the 80s, and I think that's a good giveaway. Hey, man, right come on. Hell man. yeah, I like that hair. Speaking baby. of, uh, well, Adam, I guess it's your, uh, you know, topic discussion time. What you got? This isn't, uh, you know, America's favorite news segment, but this is just, uh, you know, catching like up with the Adam. hair. It's all about the bush. That's right. No hair, no flair. Oh, yeah. Adam, tell the people, uh, you know, what you want to do. No hair, no flair. Right, Brad. Woo! Oh, man. They ain't going to be riding that roller coaster. We jumped the shark last week, man. I'm telling you. But, uh, damn, it was short week last week, wasn't it? That was two weeks ago. Adam, do you have anything to say? No, no, no. All right. Well, hey. I was trying to think of something real quick, and I was like, I, I, all I do is work and sit around the house. Well, you know what's even better is uh, as I look to the outline, <laughs> guess who else doesn't have anything to say? <laughs> what's the deal with James not having anything to yeah. say? <laughs> Why did Brad give me a side, uh, you know, a little uh, segment on the outline? I talked fucking enough. I don't need to keep talking more. I got a topic for you, James. Oh, hey, yeah, okay, this is this may actually worry. Like, I'm good at the, uh, you know, the conversational stuff. James, you're looking pretty fly this week with that new fresh haircut of yours. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Hey, hey, got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> 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 nothing to share, nothing. <laughs> Going to the hairdresser. They cut it and I paid. <laughs> you go to a guy? What's his huh? name, Brutus? If his oh, name no, was Brutus. Uh, my girl Bianca, Clubhouse Cuts, uh, you know, here How much? in Melbourne. Shout out. How much is everybody uh, Shout out to Bianca from Supercuts. <laughs> Clubhouse Cuts, bro. Come on. Kevin's well, on a roll. Yeah. How much is it's a haircut shop, in Florida? Yeah, legit too, obviously. I mean, I was gonna grow it out uh, for Top Guy Weekend because a lot of people were like, "Bring the fro, bring the fro." And after a while, I was like, "Who am I doing this for, them or me?" Because it's my hair that I got to live with. Bring your fro right there. And I had to fucking cut it. And obviously, it's hot in Florida. You know, I'm not gonna go. Uh, you and Eddie got and... nice haircuts. Yeah, I'm not gonna do the Charlie Villanueva thing like uh, another person we know did, but. It is hot out here, so, you know, I had to cut my hair. Aye. All right, on the topic of haircuts, Brad, do you got to shave your head every day, every other day, or does it I just do not grow um, I do it every other day, and I do my face and my head all together. What is the pattern of the stubble? Am I... Like, what, what part of your head does grow <laughs> hair? You're like, where oh, are I'm you bald? bald? I'm a bald guy. Obviously, you made I'm the bald. decision I'm to go full bald, so is where the is the carpet match the drapes? No, I, I wish I made the decision. 
to like I mean I'm like that the horseshoe. I really am all oh, the yeah. way bald. So and I've been that way since I was 17. Like you, well, you guys know the story. It was episode <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, I know. I love Probably it. in the archives. I got the archives. Popular clips, actually. So uh, yes, I uh, I use a regular YouTube. razor, uh, mock mock a mock razor, and I do it every other uh, every other day, and unless I get lazy, then it's every three days. But I, I keep it pretty tight. But I, I don't go to the barber. y'all wear hats, and that's what causes you to go bald. I don't know if y'all know that, but. I don't wear hats. I'm just bald because uh, my grandfather. Only everyone else besides me and you has a hat on. <laughs> I wear rubbers. <laughs> I don't have any hats. I think obviously you don't, Coach. How many kids you got? <laughs> it's still three times. <laughs> my face is a chubby face, so I don't like to put a hat on because it looks chubbier. Does wow. your wife shave wow. your head, or do you do it, Brad? What? I, what? 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 Do you do it, or does your wife shave your head? I shave it. I'd be afraid that you can't see. This is the most. I like how mine is about hair, though. Shout out to Devin. That is pretty cool. Because, hey, <laughs> man, I used to have the rock and curls. Pretty much whatever hair I wear is pretty badass. I mean, let's be real here. Whether I'm rocking the curls, the shaggy look, whether I got the fro, or this fucking sweet ass fade. Shout out, Bianca. You know, it's. Woo! If I could get Who's the rest is? of the body in Who's shape, is that? the hair always looks Mine. <laughs> It's the rest of the body that's a problem as I drink beer. What beer is that, Bush? Speaking of hair, is that Bush beer? No, that's Bush. What? It's it's never bitter beer. It's a natural light. I mean, my goodness. Have you ever had something like, imagine a waterfall for freshness just like, you know, in your mouth. Because that's what natural light is. My God, is it tasty. Oh, shit. Mmm. New job? New hair, a pan Same beer. Still <laughs> drinking that old natty light. <laughs> Here comes Devin with a nostril Pepsi up right from his ass. Oh man! You well, you that? know what else is a. Uh, you remember that episode first when Mike was all hammered? Yeah, that's what Devin's doing. <laughs> Speaking that's of great. you know uh, hammered, let's talk about some powerful kicks in uh, our next match that we're covering today. The second one is Tommaso, our boy. Uh, versus Alistair Black, one of our favorites. It is for the NXT Championship. It is from an NXT TV taping from a Full Sail Live in Winter Park, Florida. It was taped on July 18th, 2018, but it aired a week later on July 25th, 2018, I believe. The yep. match was a little bit over 22 minutes, and Meltzer gave it four stars. But hey... That's enough about the lead into the match. Devin, how did we get here? All right. So I honestly did not know I was supposed to do the background on this one. So I just threw up some notes real quick, like uh, 20 minutes ago. We were covering the other match. So I. uh, What the fuck? Can we get things right around here? I've had enough. All right. Speaking of getting things right, Coach, you should cover a match once in a while. (laughs) He's still bitter about that three hours, man. I'll do that. I'll do that. I did last week. Last week. The best run in the history of the show, the Matt Hardy one. Yeah, you did. I wish I could ultimate deletion that for my brain, (laughs) you know? All right. So, Alistair Black faced. Andrade Cien Almas at TakeOver New Orleans in 2018. And that's when Aleister Black won the W or the NXT Championship. And then 
a couple months later at TakeOver Brooklyn 4, Ciampa was facing off against Johnny Gargano in that last man standing match that me and Adam talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, Ciampa ended up defeating Gargano. Later that same night, Aleister Black defended the NXT Championship against Lars Sullivan. Uh, He retained, obviously. And then after that, that's when... I heard he used to be an actor. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you reviewed those matches. uh, Did you get a true feel for the match by doing some real research? (laughs) Mike sent me the copies. It's research. It's research. It's research. Mike Mike sent me copies of the tapes. I, I got them somewhere. Erica walks in. What the fuck are you watching? Oh, baby, it's research. I got to research this for the podcast. And Lars shit his pants. And <laughs> no. it's uh, also yet to be confirmed, but kind of uh, true, according to some. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. That's when uh, Ciampa came out and challenged Aleister Black for the title. And it led up to this match here. All right, guys. Black versus Champa. So we have major heat for Champa coming out here. Uh, Devin, any idea why he was being booed yet? Because he's uh, a meanie face. I'm guessing they're still upset about him turning and whooping Johnny Gargano's ass. So Black's the baby face in this. It's not your typical baby face, though, is it, Coach? No, it's uh, kind of that cool heel kind of feel. And... Uh... You know, a lot of guys don't like to have that. They want to be one way or the other, but I like it when you got the cool heel feel. Is it is it character baby face where it's hard for like that character is so like badass that you're gonna cheer for him? Kind of like how they said about the fiend, like, hey, you're gonna try to do something evil with it, but man, it's so like unique and stuff. People are gonna cheer for it. Yeah, I thought, Black could legit be. I think Alistair Black has been that for, like, for a while. Same thing with AEW right now. I mean, he's a piece of shit in AEW, but I still love him. I love his character. Yeah, I love how he comes out. I mean, that's just the way it is right now. There are no defined baby faces and heels. They can fluctuate one way or the other. It depends on uh, who they're going up against. Yep. And Mike, I was actually going to ask you this, but it looks like it's been answered. Is Can he ever really go full heel? Yeah, and it looks like I don't think he could. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think he could. He, it's like everybody else is saying. He's just that one type of character heel face you're gonna cheer for him you're gonna like him all right so we're gonna have a little fun here all right that was a good answer mike throwing away the script that one that one made right, in two so, sentences rumor has it rumor has it by watching this match actually that obviously black has some tattoos so Ooh. we're gonna go round table here Devin, how many tattoos do you have me yeah you zero 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 never had a tattoo in my life Wow. My dad's covered in them, but I just, I don't know. Never had it. All any. right. James, what kind of tattoos do you got? I have two, I guess, there, sets. Though. Like, I have this uh, Delta Chi one. Technically, that is nice. two letters, but I still count that as one tattoo. And then I have uh, the four Led Zeppelin symbols down, like, the uh, side of my calf. So, All And right. I did that in one session. It is four separate symbols because four members of Led Zeppelin. But, uh... It was, it's one tattoo, I would call it, but it is four separate things. It's fucking sick, too. Led Zeppelin's awesome. I love Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Houses of the Holy, baby. Adam, nice. what do you have, my man? I'm going to Chicago. Don't take your pants off. Don't no taking your pants off. This is, I don't know what I've, he's doing right I've now. I've got seven or eight tattoos. Seven or eight? I've got a couple of kids. 
I told the kids I got their name on my arm so I, so I could remember what their names are. <laughs> and then I look at my arm and be like, oh, yeah, Bryson, that's right. So for the first couple of years, I told them that's why I had their name on my arm because I couldn't remember their names. <laughs> and then they asked me about my name. They said, well, is your name on there? So I can't remember my name either. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody cosplay Hunter S. Thompson and Paul Bear Bryant at the same time? <laughs> this is the best. It's our best show, guys. This is great. Um, Josh Rosenbaum, what kind of tattoos do you have? Well, I have two. I have this one of my wife and kids, and that's uh, very symbolic of, you know, my family. But more importantly, I got a basketball right here, and it's got five numbers of my teammates that have lost their lives either through violence or disease or whatever. So when you pass away and you were ever a teammate of mine, I put your number on here, and it's kind of retired for life. Nice. That's really cool. That, I would say that's a very, the devil. That's very the big devil. representation of your life, too. That's really yep. cool. The two things you have are like the two biggest things. Are, that's yep. awesome. Mike Whitaker, what do you have? Um, I think I only got like 18. That's all? What? That's, How many did you 18, have? 19. You're not How many kids? That, are you? How many tattoos <laughs> does your kids have? What are they doing those quarter My tattoos for the size of a quarter? No, there's a bunch of them. I got my arms done. Yeah. I got, I got them everywhere. All right. I, I had a good tattoo guy. Accentuate anything you want to talk about the most? Um, let's see. Michael Jordan, stupid. I got well. I mean, like I got a couple of family members that passed away, and on me, I got um, my kids. I got William. Um, no, ain't none really. Too too good. But, All right. Well, I have eighteen fucking tattoos, and you still can't well, talk about shit. He's, I mean, <laughs> it's more than and has eighteen, and you can't put nothing together, bro. I Come mean, on. no, I just they're just tattoos. I like them. I got them. I, I got one on into my lip. You've ever had on this show? And you're just the, like, I got the I got the one inside my lip that hurt like fuck. Michael Jordan has tattoos, and he sucks. You can't see it. Some close inside of your lip. I got one into my lip. I also. I also got a tattoo. I got, I got my. Listen, I got a good one for y'all, and I'm dead serious. I got wow tattooed on my ass. Oh, I love it. Yo, what's up? No lie. But is. then, when when I do something why? good, I can why? I can. Why? Because when I do something good or something happens, I can do a cartwheel and it says, "Wow, mom, look at this." Oh, okay. I thought you said wild. <laughs> no, not wild. Wow. I got a. <laughs> I got a wow. W on each ass cheek. <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Oh, the, the hole is the hole. <laughs> oh, this is the best. This is that was my best. first ever tattoo. I was 14 years old. Oh, it's a hole. 14 wow, years old. Mom. But, but with Mike, 14 years old. W and a big O. Mike's got that big O. In the so, depending on, like, if you keep doing uh, fucking cartwheels, it could be wow, mom, or mom, wow. Like, you know. Oh, mom, wow. Right. right. So that's a wrap. Mike, why is the O so oh, big? Oh, that is awesome. God, that's good. That letter O is way too big, Mike. <laughs> I sure as hell can't follow that. That's Did you fact. show your mom? <laughs> no, I didn't show my mom. I showed a lot of people, but I didn't show my mom. Ridiculous. That I might have. I don't know. I can see it now. He'll say, Mom, wow. Say, I got oh, Mom, you read it wrong. It's wow, Mom. Not Mom, wow. I used to have a nice ass, so I used to like showing her off. You don't have a nice ass now? I mean, it's kind of hairy. Now, weekend, but... Let's see it. <laughs> All right. Oh, I ain't ashamed. All right. 
Uh, I have three tattoos. I'm just going to say it now because I can't follow that. I have um, a raging bull on my shoulder, which is all right. Mm -hmm. I have, when I was 20 years old, James, uh, I'm saying this to you because they're fraternity. Tramp stamp? Was you going to tramp stamp? tattoos when you were 20? Let me find I out have, you got a tramp stamp. I have my. never live that down. I don't. I have oh, fraternity God. letters on my ankle, but above Yay! it is, for, for some reason, Barney Rubble. I, I don't. I don't know. And finally, I have a black Superman symbol right on my chest. So that's it. I have a black one. Are you evil? Ah, uh, yeah. The dark side of Superman. Steel. You know? I got the Batman symbol on my back. Covers up. My I do have an upside down monster logo. Like the monster, of the for, energy drink. Yeah, just upside down for a W instead of an M. <laughs> Is that connected to the other O and W or? <laughs> no, that's that, that's a different W. Oh, okay. oh dear. Hi, right, did you tell them about the piercing you got? No, I ain't got no piercing now. Right. I used to. <laughs> so, James, uh, how do you a... like the ropes? How do you like the ropes in the ring on this this match, huh? Uh, yellow, gold, you know. Oh, the uh, the color scheme of it. Yes. I like. Uh, see, here's the thing: the LED. Because I was watching the LED ring skirt. I kind of think it's cool to have the old school ring skirts. I get the fact of the LED ones. But if you have a ring skirt that matches the robes with your colors, I think that's a really cool way to go about it. Like, you know, WCW had the WCW, uh, what was it, blue and yellow, and then the blue and yellow robes. I think it's kind of cool with the black and uh, the gold stuff. If you match it up, it it seems kind of uniform to me without being too, uh, like, over-the-top, you know, production-wise. I, I love skirts. I wear them all the time. I love skirts. Hey, man, whatever you do in your moonlighting business is up to you, and we appreciate you. We support you, Adam. We support Michael you. Michael Jordan sucks. Oh, All my right. God. Now I get it. <laughs> oh, that is the best. <laughs> Just now? Oh, that is the best. <laughs> it's taking you an hour and a half. No, 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 because uh, I thought it was just a Hunter S. Thompson, Paul Bear Bryant thing. But I no, knew out of control. a certain yeah, individual I mean... dressed a certain way. I thought oh, we were avoiding that episode for a few rich. months. That is so good. Hey, sorry. Late to the party, but uh, I do remember <laughs> meeting a certain someone in person, and he said a derogatory term to me, and my dad looked at me, like, questioned my manhood pretty much, and I was like, Dad, you know, can't really, you know, this is uh, meet so-and-so. I'm not going to mention his name, but I was like, hey, yeah, that's him, meet so-and-so. The, the young boats are stupid. No, oh, yeah, well, I don't even know where to go from here. We have good Matt Oh, my goodness. The video version is definitely worth watching. Yeah. I'm glad Adam brought the brought the heat, man. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. Go ahead. Yeah, we have good Matt Wrestling, Adam. I know you would yeah. ask you. I love my name, Matt. Coach, do you have any trunks that have your ass name have your name on their ass? Um Jim Ross, when he used to wrestle, it said JR for Josh Rosenbaum, but that's uh, about coach, it. Coach had numbers on his, like the number 11. No, coach had those was, pair of uh, long pair of pants that had Coach across ass. Uh, my, my number was 24. All right. Well, well, I hate the number 24. Well, sorry, buddy. I guess right. it's a bad time to say it's my son's favorite number, so okay. Hey, there you go. I hate Michael Jordan. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get through this. <laughs> I might not hey, even yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, power through, bro, power through. <laughs> as much as talk about this is a good match. As much as heel heat as Siampa has, there are still some dueling chants in the crowd. 
Um, not a lot of striking early, which is what uh, which is what Black is normally known for. But early, it, it wasn't happening. However, outside the ring, Black does kick hit a big kick, strike yep. the Champa. Uh, Devin, is he the Can best? You just say Alistair, please. Why instead of just Black? Yeah, Malachi, Malachi. That's fair too. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> due to the cosplay going on on our episode, I really would uh, we should steer away from, you know. We oh, should, I, I you hate that color. <laughs> we I, I, I really hate that color. Alistair, I think. Devin is uh, Alistair the best striker you've ever seen? Uh, ever seen? No, I Who's think Under, Undertaker is the greatest striker I've ever seen. I've I loved when he know. just gets in the corner with those punches. But currently, active wrestlers, I think Malachi Black is the greatest striker. Uh, Alex James, I was asking you about this in the last episode, but or in the last uh, match, but I, it's worth asking again. How about uh, Alistair Black sitting in the middle of the ring? What do you think of that? It's a uh, very... I like the spot of it. If you can pull it off, uh, like the fact that, uh, you know, he's out of the ring when he does it in the ring, like or uh, pronouns, I guess. Champa, I believe, is outside when Alistair does it the first time. So I get that. If you do it when someone's inside the ring and they don't do like kick you in the face or something, I think it's a little bit much. Pre-match, it's all right, but the fact that he did it with him out of the ring, and you know, you sit down and he does a little wave deal, and the crowd, uh, you know, loves it. Like it's really like we've been kind of talking about who's the face, who's the heel type of thing, because it's really they both switch off parts. It seems like at points. So Alistair Black is undefeated as a singles here. Now, Mike, I want to ask you, how much did Vince screw up this character when he went to the main roster? Alistair Black, that yeah. is. How much did not did Vince not screw up? Did he screw I mean, up? Yeah, I got you. I, yeah, I think he did. I mean, he should have. Like, if he is like he's now in AEW, I, he could have been a lot more over. He so, did keep I mean, the intro, though. You got to give Vince oh. that credit. The Ray yeah, he, yeah, he did. He did. So he did, and that was his. That was the biggest thing on him when he like came out of that coffin or whatever it was thing that he did. But I mean, anytime I think, I think now we see a lot more different things. But yeah, he screwed it up. I wish I could see. Rear submission by Champa. Announcers putting over the competitors. Do you see that here, Devin? Oh, absolutely. I think. Uh... Maro Ranallo, Nigel Who? Who were the what, announcers? What's his name? Maro Ranallo. Mario. Who were all the announcers? Thank you, John. Nigel McGinnis. And I'm not sure who the third guy was, honestly. Uh, wow. Did you even watch it? I did, but did they say his name? No, yeah. I went back to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> to see. And they actually didn't introduce the announcers until after the Adam Cole match. And that's when they cut to the announce table and then showed their names, which I thought was uh, a little strange. How you don't like because usually a custody announce table they open it and then you go to the match. Well, the, they didn't show the announce table till after the first match, and it is a uh, Percy Watson. Nice, and, you know, time, Percy and, uh, Nigel. I like him. Tell, see, I understand. Chompa telling the ref that he has a five count and he's allowed to break the rules up until then. I thought that was an interesting uh, tactic in the mass match. Boston Crab by Champa. Adam, how much pressure is this to the Boston Crab? I don't know how to count the five. God damn. <laughs> He's been retired for 17 years, and he still can't give away any of the damn secrets. 
Trading shots on the apron. The announcer selling the previous injuries. Coach, how important is selling previous injuries to the psychology and, and to the match itself? When it comes to submissions, it's pretty important because it's got to be able to have built a foundation for a top star to tap. Other than that, I think with what they're doing now with all these high spots, they can kind of be forgotten throughout the match. These guys built towards the ending, which is a lost art today. Black has a fury of strikes and moves. Is he underrated, Devin? Alistair Black, that is, James. Sorry, Devin. Changed his think, last name. He did not. What? I was just messing with you, James. Devin's no. question. I think Alistair Black is uh, definitely underrated and underused. I think honestly, in AW, he's not been able to give like that uh, that presence that he should be able to. It's, like, it's the name. That's what it is. He's got this demonic heel character that like he he looks like he should be asking to torture your soul and you know bear no demons, but. He's just, you know, kind of used and not given a lot of promos or anything. I think he's been underused. Have y'all had the chance to meet him out of wrestling? No. And I can't believe who his wife nope. is. Who, Malachi? Yeah. I paid for a meet and greet one time and I uh, got shafted by it. Shout out mm-hmm. to AEW. You talk about sophisticated, <laughs> like a smart dude. Just. Do y'all see him as world champion material? Yeah. You think? Well, okay, here's the deal, though. He has to lose, obviously. So, I don't know. I think, and I've said this before, I believe, on our podcast, he could be the guy that makes the guy ready for the world title. Like, okay. like let's say you got, like, Ricky Starks, like, coming up or, you know, somebody like that. Feuding with him would, you, you know, give him, like, that of, I don't know, what am I looking for? Like, the uh, credibility to then he can jump up to the title spot. You know what I mean? Like that kind of like Taker, like Taker feuded with people who were either on the way up to the title or, you know, he was trying to make them. He could have that same, uh, hey, he feuded with Malachi and beat the darkness or whatever. So he's ready for the title. Like, I think that could be a good measuring stick for, uh, you know, some people on the way up. Undertaker think, was still given five or six title championship runs, though. If, if yeah, Malachi but I mean, like, he also wrestled for like 30 years. So they teased the DDT off the ropes twice uh, from, from Ciampa. And uh, Black, though, I love this line from Malachi Black or Alistair Black. Tweet about this. Mm-hmm. Coach, how, um, how good is this to put this into this match? Like for social media or just with, for what the time is? One of the original trending statements in wrestling history. I mean, this was when hashtags and all that first started. And the internet wrestling community wasn't really going that strong. They used to have the old chat rooms and all that. But Twitter gave them a whole new platform and Instagram. And they just went with it. You know, uh, memes, gifts. I don't remember them coming before that time so i can tell you that this one's going to be remembered in wrestling lore as one of the first uh, catchphrases that went viral and the fact that it was a hard kick i think has to be uh because you can't be like tweet about this and then do like a suplex or something right you know? the fact that he was like bam like that was a real hard kick like tweet about that i think that that was a good way to do it instead of like a punch or anything what, what do y'all think about him doing that ddt off the rope because that's the same thing Randy Orton does. 
Well, it's a little different because he goes down to the ground, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, a little bit different, but it's same thing. I mean, with it being a signature move like that, I believe personally that should be just one person. I don't like, especially in the same company. I get you. don't want you know too many people are like doing it. It's yeah. almost it'll be like you know the sweet chin music. Everybody's doing it, you know. But two people doing the same one, I, I don't like it in the same company. You have a big clothesline by Champa. Look great. Out of two. Knee from, from Alistair Black. The crowd chanting NXT again, James. I think we mm -hmm. beat that to death. Uh, Meteora and a strike with a German suplex by and uh, German suplex by Black or Alistair Black. Kick out by Champa. Cameraman gets hit, Mike. Do you think he's getting any overtime for that? I would hope so. I would want a couple extra dollars. Hey, At least give me an extra hot dog or something. There's a leak in my uh, It's a hot dog. <laughs> but who is the uh, is the camera? It kind of looks like Kyle O'Reilly almost. Is, it had to have to be somebody. I hate cameraman. I, I hate cameras. I think it was a plant. But uh, yeah, you. there's a leak in my, scene, or my kitchen. I'll be right back. All right. Champa hit Alistair Black with something. I couldn't really tell what it was, but Black kicked out. Alistair Black kicked out of it. Three it was six. A crutch. What's that? It was a crutch. Was it? That's what they said. That's what nonsense team said. Sometimes I miss it. From That's what Champa used to use all the time. Okay. Three sixty. And a cold device. <laughs> Three sixty from Black over the top rope. Adam, how many times have you done this? I hate wrestling. Oh. <laughs> Nice. Um, I didn't do too much stuff over the top. I would do like two or three moves from the top. But as far as taking like a run and go and jumping over, no, I didn't trust these assholes around here to catch me. <laughs> it's a cold middle of winter. Tampa hits the DDT from the ropes. Great move. Uh, Alistair kicks out. Ref knocked out onto the exposed floor. Alistair Black hits Black Mass. Crowd counts to 15 or 16. The ref is out. Coach, how good is this? Is this good storytelling? When I rewatched it, it brought back memories of the Ric Flair last match where I'm going, one, two. Like, that was authentic. And when you have that in a match where the fan is like, what the hell's going on here? You know, and they count that, uh, that high, you're going to get nuclear heat. And uh, you kind of know that either the guy's going to get royally screwed or you're going to get over. So it always makes for an exciting ending. That's bought in, man. The crowd's bought in. That's what you want. Alistair Black goes and checks on him. He's just holding his elbow and he's like pointing at his elbow. Like, you can't go count a pin because your elbow's hurt. Stand up and use your other hand. <laughs> Gargano. Johnny Gargano makes an appearance. Super kick to Champa. But then he hits Black with the with or Alistair Black with the belt. Looks like an accident. Hey, Champa. big uh, well, you can't gloss over the swing of emotions the crowd had. Gargano comes in, you know, kicks uh, Chapa. Crowd's losing it. Like fuck yeah, he's getting his. And then you know the belt little uh, tug bullshit thing. Uh, spin spin hit. Crowd goes immediately from like cheering to like, oh, we know how this is going to end. Like in a second and a half. That's a pretty uh, you know. Shout out to everybody involved for having the crowd that invested that they're on that big of a high and then that big of a swing. So, you know, it's funny you said it like that. I like Champa, swinging. Tampa hits the fairy tale ending for the win. 
and the crowd is freaking booing, booing them out of the building. And I, I'd never seen this match uh, until we watched it for this episode, and I was uh, smiling at the end. Obviously, I'm a homer for the the baby faces and heels. You know, still real to me. Damn it! Like when I'm there, I'll cheer the baby faces. But man, when I saw that pin and the crowd just immediately boo him, I'm like, oh, that that's what you want. You know, that's good stuff right there. And I believe uh, Izzy, is that her name, is in the front row? Yeah. Her mom is probably chastising some wrestler about something. But Izzy I believe, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I believe that was her in the front row. They zoomed to her a couple times. I hate kids. She's the, one that, she's the <laughs> one that cried when uh, Sasha Banks, like, tortured Bailey, right? Did y'all see is that he? one big-ass dude in the corner, though, that was yelling at Ciampa the whole time uh, when they were outside? I meant to bring this up earlier. I Some fan and an overweight dude in the white shirt and the glasses is just, like, leaning over, screaming the whole time. I was really waiting to see his reaction when uh, Ciampa won. Because, yeah, it was ridiculous. So you know, is getting into it a bit too much. Let's not forget, this was just a regular episode of NXT. Yeah. Title a random one. Title change. Did you think this was a pay-per-view quality match? Yeah. Yeah. Match was absolutely. Anything Alistair does. And it was on a tape delay because, like I said, it was taped a week before it aired. So I hate tape delays. And this is when they were going against uh, AW too, right? No. Uh, no, it's was no, it was 18. Dynamite okay. started in 19. Anyway, super awesome match. Anybody else have anything to add? Really love the post-match uh, heat. I think they had a couple seconds to fill, and that's why it took so long up the ramp. I'm not necessarily talking about that, but I did mention a long uh, post-celebration earlier. But the immediate impact of that three and the crowd immediately like, what the fuck, and booing? Hey, that's, that's, that's good wrestling. The longer the better. That's what I like. The longer the better. This is why I think the rocket ship is to Champa. Because at this point, Aleister Black did not have a, a loss in singles competition. And obviously, NXT at the time was run by run by Triple H, Shawn Michaels, all those guys. And Regal. I think we're, we're going to see it again. I think we're going to see it again. Not right away. Not right have away. Have y'all heard on Raw and SmackDown how they're actually acknowledging, like, Champa? He was the NXT champion. They're actually acknowledging NXT and their championships. Well, I hope they acknowledge it when it comes to a certain dude that they named Butch. I hope they uh, revert back to uh, Pete Dunne. That'd be Butch. really cool with Triple H in tow. It'd be really cool. Like, hey, man, we're going to keep you off TV, grow your hair back out, and uh, you're Pete Dunne, you know, coming back. All he's got to do is take the bun out, really. Pete Dunne's yeah. stupid. <laughs> but uh, I don't hate that faction, though. I, I just didn't like that they changed Pete Dunne all the way. I like the whole fighting group, but... They made him a like lunatic, like a stupid lunatic, though. Yeah, I, I like all three of them guys. I like yeah. them. Like he'd walk up and punch a wall if it was like oh, these walls looking at me talking shit. Why? You know, I mean, they made yeah. Pete Dunn like kind of. I hate talking walls. They're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you hate all him. right. Back to you, James. Uh, didn't your dad have a question, James? He did. Yeah, you have it. <laughs> I don't, and I was looking on Twitter and could not find it, so I was kind of hoping you had it. I do. Here we go. I just needed a moment for you to ramble. <laughs> ah, I hate rambling. Well, well, that sucks. You do a podcast with one of the best ramblers of all time. <laughs> there are some rambling men for sure. A rambling <laughs> rabbit. All right. So, Mr. Randy Elcori, do you think 
Do you think Champa can stay injury free to make an impact and hit main event status, or do you think his size is he is a mid carter for life? That's the first part of his question. I think we answered that. I, I we I think we all think with Triple H there that it won't matter about his size. Yeah, he's got the potential. You know, I if you book it right. He's got the potential for sure. I don't think as long as you don't get hurt, he's gonna get pushed. I don't believe Champa is worth top guy's status. But I think he's only going to reach the United States or Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Uh, the only person I can honestly see him taking the WWE Championship from is The Miz. And that's if The Miz, you know, could get the title back. Well, does, does Top Guy status mean winning the belt? Or can right. he be right. somebody that gets beat? You know, like, because you got to have people, you know, you got to have heels. The different so tiers. Could he be a guy that loses a uh, said match. Also, another point I have is they're really elevating at this point with Triple H there, the the uh, United States belt and the Intercontinental belt. I mean, they did a whole history on them on the last two episodes. And now yeah. that we only have one main title, will the United States title or the Intercontinental title can be the main event in some pay-per-views and in some... Uh, and then save the big belt, like save Roman for the big ones. I hate history. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I think that could, I think that could work. Do you see him getting to the status of beating, being able to defeat Roman or Brock oh, Lesnar? Or someone of that status someday. They would they would have to book him right and, and do the storyline right to even uh, make it look no. plausible. Nah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, but I mean, I also don't know if this is going to be one championship forever either. Yeah. I mean, championship because, because if it was only going to be one championship, they would have created one championship. But he's still holding two belts. Exactly. And that has been months and months and months. So he could definitely, if there's two main titles, there's room to, for him to win it eventually. At least I think so. Uh, second part of the question was, again, we kind of talked about it, which is a good thing that we're hitting on what people are asking. He had a good run in independent, but always seemed to get injured. Even in NXT, he was out for a bit due to injury. So he is also concerned, uh, your dad, that is concerned about his injuries. And it's always a good point. Injury prone. Yeah. I, got some in the, I got some in the NFL. I got one on the Philadelphia 76ers for sure. Joel Embiid, always hurt. Oh, <laughs> did he win MVP last year? Or? No, no. He should have. They give it to Jokic? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Was yeah, it Jokic? Yeah. I, I mean, he, he is uh, – like, I'm not as big of a professional basketball fan as I am other things. But I hate LeBron James. Well, especially when you had to, you know, trust the process and then they give you Ben Simmons. Yeah. What a baby. <laughs> Oh, I talk about being in the wrong city. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, right. Uh, anyway, well, hey, uh, we appreciate that question. Uh, you know, I can't call him Randy, that's weird. Yeah, don't call him Mr. Thank, Alcry. Thank you, Randall. <laughs> right, thanks, Randy. Good job, Randy. <laughs> Freaking Devin. Hey, he is one of our big, like, he's a big fan. He uh, talks to me about us. You know, I love big fans. I love, I love big fans. They're, they're nice and big. What is wrong with Adam today? Can anybody answer that? I, it's <laughs> I the best, dude. It is so. It is the best. This is Adam's episode. This is the best running storyline yeah. we've ever done. Michael Jordan sucks. I love it. God, I love it so much. Hey, you guys be going back. Uh, Adam, someday. are we ready for a Waka Waka Waka? The the segment that's sweeping the nation. Did you catch that, Brad? Did you see me? Please tell me you saw me. I don't think he, I don't think Brad gets the, uh, but I love it. 
Are you still in character for your Waka Waka? Nice. Uh, so Anthony Powers, <laughs> I love Anthony Powers because he's old like I am. He said, "Why did the Why did the chicken not cross the road? Why? Because he was too chicken." Hey, thank you, Anthony right. Powers. That's a good one. Good one. Nice. Setting yeah. the town on fire with that shit. Probably should have erased that one. Uh, okay. What is what is ET short for? Executive producer. Oh, ET. What is ET short for? Oh, extraterrestrial. They said ET. Because no, he's only got he's got two little legs. That's why he's short. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I love that movie. Tremendous job. This is the best. This I know. Do right, it. Good. I just I can't read it. Shocking. Your best. How do how does a hippie polygamist count as wives? How? One Miss Hippie, two Miss Hippie, three Miss Hippie. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. I got Amy's. That's, I, 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 All right. Oh, you got to do A. You definitely have to do Amy's. Uh, yeah, Amy, it's it's funny. Her joke's like nine lines long, but it says, I wrote a name down for some reason. All right. It says, how can I help you? Okay. How many, se how many seconds are in one year? There's 12. January 2nd, February 2nd, go to church, March 2nd, April 2nd. <laughs> I like how uh, I like how you, yeah, I like how you asked or answered a one from Amy, uh, cosplaying as uh, you know the best. This is the best. This is the yeah. best episode we've done. Yeah, he picks up on it. The shark is a definitely right. joke. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I hate Chicago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wish you wouldn't go. <laughs> I 100%. When you post where we're going, the biggest pop of all time. I heard carrying cross mic. I think what? Yeah. I think somebody peed in my pants. So, does that conclude Waka 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 for this week? Waka Waka, what the hell is going on? I really wish you wouldn't have texted me now. There you get it. That's the best. Hey, uh, remaining topics, if any, are there any uh, topics anybody wants to, uh, you know, divulge on? I think Coach is balls deep in that Cool Whip. <laughs> yep. Hey, you had the sugar-free one. one, you know? Will you lick is, the ball one more time? I'm almost there. Will you lick it one more time? Almost <laughs> <laughs> there. Hour. Two hours yeah. in, James. Two hours in. All right. Well, some Brad, you we know what time about. it is. We're, uh, you know, uh, since it's time to go back to school, Brad's going to do a special uh, little I love school. that has I love to deal school. with school ending. So I think we're three months behind on this movie, but hey. I love school. Let's do a school. back to school, into school type of thing. Yeah. And, and in lieu of my daughter going to West Virginia, which I will never bring up on this show again. 
Do they have a playroom? So uh, we are going to do the back to school edition of FMK. And what movie are we going to base it on? Dazed and Confused. A movie that has to deal with school ending and going no, into but it's vacation. Becoming a freshman, right? Becoming a freshman, becoming a senior. That's true, I guess. You get that. That's what I'm going for here, pal. That's okay, though. And guess what? The guys have been in anticipation of which characters I am going to pick. And I actually made a last-minute change in the women this week. Uh-oh. Mm, nice. And the teacher is not on it. Adam, because I already know who you're fucking if that was the case. Because we're all teased by this teacher for yeah, sure. Because this is a TV, a movie about high school kids. So yeah, I'm doing the teacher. teacher. So let's do it. So the three women that we're gonna go with today are Simone. Simone is run is played by Joey Lawrence Adams. She's the one in the back of the car. They said, yeah, everybody thinks you're a slut. I'm not a slut. I'm mm -hmm. not a slut. I and she, love and he her. Goes, are you mad? She goes, I'm not mad. Super hot though. She put on Big Daddy. Now we have mm -hmm. Darla. And if you remember Darla in the show, it is played by Parker Posey. And she's the one that says, Come on, all you freshmen bitches! Raid, freshmen! And then we have Jody Kramer, who is Mitch Kramer's older sister that has the fine pair of jeans in all the land. The finest pair of jeans. Devin, did you get a chance to watch the movie? I did watch the movie. And uh, do you remember these characters? I did. I looked them up, too, just to kind of refresh my memory. I, on who I looked them up and down. In character, or are you looking at their today picture? Because I do not want you looking at their today picture. Well, I'm, lo I'm looking at pictures, but I'm, I'm basing them off the characters. Please. I was just using the pictures because they all to look remember. a little better then. I mean, obviously. So, <laughs> all right. So, can you say the three again? It's... All right. We got Simone. <laughs> Simone. Darla. Darla, you know, air raid, and then uh, Jody Kramer, who is Mitch's sister, and Jody. Okay, I'll start with Jody because I'm marrying Jody. She uh, she had that bitchy attitude to boss all those freshmen around, but then she showed a true heart to one of the freshmen. I love that was freshmen. uh, that was kind of like you know, it was showing up both sides of her. You kind of love that in a woman. True. So I'm gonna marry her. She's gonna be my sweetie. Um. I am gonna fuck Simone. Uh, Simone, she just, you know, eh, she <laughs> seems like she'd be fun. And if we're going off the actress too, I'd even, uh, I'd even choose her to fuck there because she was the cheerleader in The Replacements, one of my first uh, movie crushes. And then just out of process of elimination, that leaves Darla. Uh, I saw. I'm sorry, but I gotta kill you. Right, Mike. All right, I'm killing Dollar because she just seemed too much bitchy to me. I ain't doing that. Um, I will marry the sister one because I'm not married. I'm going to fuck her. I'm sorry. I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> You're from Alabama. You know, she, she's cool. She, you know, she was like, I liked her. She had a nice ass. That's for damn sure. And then uh, Simone, I'm marrying her because she's a slut. So I can, you know, why not? I like them dirty. You're going to marry the slut? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna write a slut. Why not? <laughs> Bold move. <laughs> you know she fucks. Make, <laughs> she Everybody. Fucks. Make right, a whore into a housewife. <laughs> coach. Muted. Coach, you, buddy. 
He's on mute. You're muted, buddy. Somebody should tell Coach that we can't hear him talking. Sorry about that. No, Probably should talk about Bulls, fan. Yeah, no, definitely um, Mary Simone. Uh, I like him wild. I like him uh, fresh. I like him kinky. Let's let's have a lifetime together. That's number. I don't one. know about fresh. Uh, <laughs> you know, Darla. Summer I Zeke. like her spunk. One night deal. One night, I'll beat. I'll uh, you know, I'll knock it up so hard I'll knock the bitch right out of her. That's how hard I'll fuck her. And then the other one, process of elimination, she's gone. I don't know what any of these words mean. Oh, man. I don't know. I deal with this now, James. It's the best, I was dude. better off. I was better off not understanding. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. I, I can't even spell SMK. I don't know what to do. You should answer with the hat off. <laughs> Which one's the oldest? I'm killing her. Which one's what? The oldest. Who's the youngest? I saw Marion. <laughs> Two glasses. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, I don't think he's playing. James, uh, oh, hold oh, on. You might have to cut mine, too. I ain't cutting shit. Uh, Go ahead, Adam. Simone, I'm Marion Simone just because I, I don't do something about her. When she was in that movie with Adam Sandler with the kid, she was a lawyer. Supposed to help him get custody or whatever. Big I loved her in that movie, and I, I, just, I don't know what it is, but I had FMK all three all day with her. Yeah, we know, we know. You um, fuck them all. <laughs> we know. All right, all right, all right. Did, you know, did he pick them all? Yeah. Um, Jody. Um. Eh. It doesn't matter. I'll kill and. F the other one because I'm, I'm married to the one I want. That'll right. so James, ones, I'll just get rid of them. I hate older ones. I am marrying, uh, obviously, Michelle Burke. She's kind of the more sympathetic one, and that would be more of the wifey material, I would say, out of all of these. Um, see, here's the deal. Now, with uh, the Darla and the Simone, Obviously, you want to fuck them both. Darla is more of the bitch, so you kind of want to fuck that one because that would be like a that'd be like a good anger bang, and that would seem like you would get reference pussy off of that because you would anger bang her to where you're not necessarily <laughs> looking to come, you're just looking to fuck her, like you know what I'm saying, like fuck her. So then, by fucking her that way, and more than likely good, she's gonna tell her friends like, "Hey, he laid it down." So I would say that would lead to more reference pussy if you were, because she's a bitch. Like, you want to fuck her, just be like, man, shut up. Like, you know, but it would be cool to fuck Simone, too. So I guess due to the fact of potential more, uh, you know, lady friends, I would have to go with the fucking Darla because you can anger bang her. And maybe that reference does go to Simone and you end up getting her later. Unless nope. she's dead, because I guess hey. I have to kill her, Brad. You know, I'm sorry to pull Amy. Yeah. yeah, I guess she would be dead. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's how I would do it. Anger bring right. the angry one. All right. I'm Marion Simone. I'm going to tell you exactly how it's going to go down. She's on that football field at the end of that movie. 
what's his name's done not doing it and he's uh moved on or no he wants her that's fucked up i forgot that he ends up with her doesn't he yeah, he ends up with a her. lot of things man there's a lot of things happening in this movie ah shit Bye. right because jody doesn't end up with him jody oh, says screw it. but legit i had to watch it twice right. just so i could keep up what was going on my reasoning is gone on this now but i still want to marry simone i just think i love her i love her and everything she does uh, but I love her in this this in this character. I love what she's wearing through the whole thing. And I know that this is the slut and the one you're supposed to just fuck, but I, I'm in and I'm in forever. Ever. I, I am going to kill Jody because uh, she's a little, a little annoying for me. And she can't figure out what she wants to do through this whole thing. She's a little less decisive than Simone. <clears throat> Darla, on the other hand, is going to get it. And she's going to shut up and get it. I had to kill her because I, I couldn't go to the party. Shut up and get hey, it. Hey, Liam Parker. What? Parker, I had to kill him. Donna. So now we have the gentleman, and I know you guys have been wondering who these are going to be. Can't wait. Oh, but there's going to be some. Uh, Better not be Michael Jordan. I'm going to explain the characters a little bit to remind everyone as well. But the first one, no one will forget. All right, all right, all right. Dude, Wooderson. Wooderson, it is, is definitely on there. However, we are also going to have Mr. Pickford on there. Now, who is Pickford? Pickford is the guy throwing the party. He's having the party that gets blown up, but he is uh, he is definitely an interesting character as well. He goes down to talk to the guy with the kegs who's there early. He says, well, I guess you're a little bit early then. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah. problem whatsoever. The guy was cool with him. He was like, yeah, all right. I'll come back uh, later. Inconvenient. Wrong Mr. Pickford altogether. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ben? <laughs> Great shit. And then we're going to have, are you cool, man? Like how? So we got Slater as well. So a lot of pot smoking, a lot of drinking of the three. So we have Wooderson, Pickford, and Slater. All right, Devin. At least fucking O'Bannon wasn't on this. He'd be dead. Oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> He'd be yeah, killed immediately. Right. Hey, Ben Affleck legit broke his foot in that one scene, too, and uh, kept acting and had to, like, limp it off. When we're, uh, like, I think they're at the, I think it is the, all uh, right, you know, I get older, they stay the same age. And he swings that deal. And uh, I think he misses or whatever, and he legit breaks his foot and keeps taping uh, that scene with a broken foot. That's why he's limping in that one parking lot. That's my favorite quote. That's up there. I bet it is. Where do you live? I bet it is. (laughs) So Matthew McConaughey, Mr. Um, This is a quote that he says in the show. Best thing about high school girls they all get older, and I, or they all stay the same age as I get older. Man, uh, don't butcher it. Don't if you're gonna quote a Texas legend as Matthew McConaughey. I've got that tattooed on my back. So just for uh, <laughs> his character, David Wooderson, being a perverted fuck, he's got to go. He's killed. Um, my favorite guy. So that leaves me with uh. Oh, the one wait, that wait. I think I'm most fit for, and I'm probably going to marry this man since he's my choice, uh, that's Slater. He seems cool as fuck. I could hang out with him every day, and we both, we'd be we'd be chill. Uh, I'm going to marry him. And then that just leaves, you know, the best-looking one out of the three anyways. That's Pinkerton. So I got to fuck him. Pickford. Pinkerton. Pickford. Pinkerton, sorry, Pinkerton's oh, a huge dear. name up here. I, I confuse it. Max Harwood, Pinkerton, same thing, right, Coach? Unreal. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, oh, Mike. Well. All right, well, I'm going to kill um, Matthew McConaughey because he seems 
He's he's like that old creep there. He's gonna be like fifty years old, hanging out with high school kids. This guy so, exactly what he is. He, it's exactly what he is. <laughs> so he's gone. This guy. Um, party dude, I'll fuck him because he seems like he knows how to have a good party. Everything else, go to the party, get drunk, get fucked up, fuck him. Why not? And I'll marry this later, dude. All there right. you go. He seems, he seems cool. I mean, I was dazed and confused watching this movie, but ah, I did. It's tremendous. Uh, Coach. Well, I would also kill Matthew McConaughey. He's a pedophile, and uh, they need to be rid of uh, character and not get him out of there. Right. Uh, I think on the other two, I think I might marry Pickford. You know, I think uh, he's got some good logic behind him, and he made a mistake, but, you know, I think he'll catch back up. And uh, Slater's a party guy. One night, let's go. Y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What do you got? You're up, Adam. Oh, the microphone's in the wrong spot. My bad. Right. Which hole? The closest hole I can get. <laughs> right, so I'm marrying McConaughey because I feel like we got a lot of light. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel like we got a connection, you know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Character. Yeah, please watch the video version. For all those listening, the video version is awesome. If there's ever a week. Uh, he's, not, he's not my role model in this movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's my next oh, I see it so perfect. <laughs> Your eyes are great. The Pink Panther guy, I'd probably kill him because I don't like pink. Um, <laughs> and then Slater. I like uh, him. Slater from Say by the Bell. Just because I like Slater. Cool. You want to talk about inside baseball here? Uh, we have jumped oh, the shark. Dear. All right, James, because he said he doesn't like baseball. Oh, Holy he doesn't like Saved by the Bell. We have yeah, definitely like jumped the shark. The I like him. He's got muscles. Oh, the video God. version is fucking it's outstanding. It's a little too tan for me, but you know it. God, the video version is outstanding of this. <laughs> Who's right. left, Brad? Brad, a lot of our, a lot of our fans will love this video version. That being said, I gotta marry McConaughey, man. He's a Texas boy. I know he's That's an absolute why I mean, you freak get along, buddy. That's why we brothers. Oh, wait, wait. We're doing the character. If we're doing the character, Wooderson's dead. Yeah, straight up. No chomo shit here. Wooderson's dead. Um, hmm. Woo! So Wooderson's dead. I... Wow, that's some science. Gotta marry Slater because, you know, he's cool, man. Say <laughs> by the Bell is the best show. Uh, <laughs> so you gotta marry Slater, so... I'm fucking Kevin? <laughs> I guess I'm fucking Kevin. <laughs> you know? Hey, All he's right. down the party. <laughs> he went to the, uh, you know, he tried to go to the party. But yeah, I guess I'm killing Wooderson, but that's no disrespect to Matthew McConaughey, who is a professor at Texas University and an avid supporter. I see a kid. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend this here. This is a different time, and I really don't think he's a pedophile is a strong ass word. Well, okay, yeah, because he did wait until they were of age, I assume. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead. I mean, a little foosball. All right. I mean, right. this guy's got some lines to this thing. I am oh, gonna go ahead. Moves, and OTSS, only strong survive. 
Huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna marry uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Wooderson. I'm gonna kill Slater. He's I'm annoying. Man. He's annoying as shit in this thing. Annoying as shit. What? He I know annoying. like four kids exactly like Slater. Yeah, I don't like any of those kids. Why wasn't one of the uh <laughs> I love kids main fucking dude? Look at Check you later. Check you later. Check you later. I'm not dealing with that, Devin. What I'm about when your piece, dad came in and he's Mitch, just holding why wasn't, the... <laughs> why wasn't Mitch one of the dudes? Because you would all want to fuck Mitch. I'm not, and I'm not letting it happen. Nah, not my type. Not my type either. But I'm going to go ahead and fuck Pickford because I don't know if you saw that, that chick with him. All right. Yeah, she right. got on my nerves. All right. But she didn't say anything. She was she, beside him. She was too close to him. Until like the end. She was too she's close like, to him. She was like the uh she was like the silent bob of the group. She was, she was close to him. on something. <laughs> she's Watch just staring at the statue. I do like Adam Goldberg playing the guy that kind of gets like after the whole time. And he has played multiple characters where he's just been like the odd man out a bunch. So oh. shout out Adam Goldberg. Underrated uh, actor. That being said, this is the last MK MK for a few weeks. I know I've said it before now, but I mean it. Uh, we're gonna try something new. And don't ask me what it is because I don't know yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and throw you out in the water like somebody did me the other time. All right, back to you, James. Hell yeah. Well, you know what? It's kind of uh back to you, Brad, because uh, do we have any fan questions that we can answer that we have not answered? I love we, fans, they keep me cool. We, lay down. we answered all of them. We answered all of them. Oh, oh, be damned. We did it before the end of the show, boys. Woo! <laughs> Baby steps. There's a milestone right there. Give yourself a pat on the back. Well, that hey, hard. if there's no questions, then I guess it's time for Devin's demographic. Oh, Devin. Shit. I'm ready for Mox Meat. All right. Devin's, Devin, Devin's demographic of the week. I'm just going to start this out by giving a special shout out to our buddy, RJ from Ringside Rant because this week I have seen on Twitter and seen the commercial of his favorite quarterback Josh Allen cracking open the Nitro Pepsi and slurping it down and saying ah. I hate soccer. Soccer's stupid. So <laughs> just Josh Allen has officially joined the Nitro stupid. Pepsi. Nobody cares. That's my uh, demographic. <laughs> Oh, we couldn't go an episode. My of God, dude! Are you, I thought it was gonna be like, you know, stuff uh, like how Rosie does things relating to the times, and obviously you uh, could do a demographic relating to this. And you, you bring up the stupid ass soccer, like anybody gives a shit about soccer. It's well, I, well hey, sir, you also painted hieroglyphics on caves, so uh, you know. I copied them. Yeah. I could do another Devin's demographic, I guess, about Are you our. Are going to burn out before, uh, you know? Our favorite you couple. Michael Jordan, you better just shut the fuck up. No, no, okay. Hey, we're good, on the de- we're good on the demographic there. So, Mike's meat, man. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, thank you, Devin, for that. Uh, Mike's meat, my favorite part. Let's hear that meat, baby. I know uh, whoever Adam is, uh, <laughs> I know uh, they're excited. So, Mike, oh, it's time for the Mike's meat minute. And we missed you last week, buddy. So, uh, hey, good to have you back. And uh, take Can I have away, two of your meats? Well, <laughs> not same for next week. This week I had one thing, and then we got a little group message saying, fuck my lasagna from uh, oh, no. Mr. Uh, Pop-Up at El Quarry. 
So what'd you think of that. our uh, what'd you think of our meat minute last week? The hot dogs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love hot dogs. <laughs> and you know what's funny yeah. about that? It's fucked up because I was at work doing my little thing, and I was thinking, I'm like, I can tell uh, Mike's meat minute, and I was thinking about seeing you guys hot dogs. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys <laughs> read my mind. I was there climbing through a vent, putting out a fire. Like, damn, hot dogs. <laughs> I can. I can. Well, okay. Well, look, real quick. Let me say this. <laughs> it's not like a fire like i'm running in with them fire gear on no, no shit like that so it's not like that kind of fire it's like stuff smoldering and smoke and, Mike, geez. you know what i'm saying i'm just saying he went in there you get, can you pitch me i look good in a firefighter outfit though i love hot dogs yeah, right. so easy to wow mom wow mom <laughs> see exactly so i'm gonna go with something that i actually just made um the other night and it's uh, stuffed shells, but you put them in a sauce that I learned how to make. Okay. So um, I call this like a covered stuffed shells, I guess is what you can call it. Um, so what you need, of course, you would need your jumbo shells. You need some tomato sauce, eight ounces of cream cheese, some ricotta cheese, some spinach, and a bag of mozzarella and a bag of parm, Parmesan cheese. So you boil your noodles, stuff your noodles, and you want to stuff your uh, shells in ricotta cheese and spinach. So make, mix that stuff up together. Your sauce, you're going to do tomato sauce, cream cheese, mozzarella cheese, and Parmesan cheese. Put on a big baking dish. Put I'm in the oven. For, well, you can make your sauce however you want, mister. Oh, I um, do. <laughs> but put Don't those in the oven. Don't person how to make sauce. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of, i got to get some sauce. i got to get more sauce. Oh, Jesus. Put that in the oven at like 400 degrees for like 30 minutes and melts all the cheese. You can do that while you're cooking your noodles too. Um, bring your sauce out, mix it all up real good. Take your uh, stuffed shells and put them inside the sauce. Oh, put a little bit more cheese on it, a little bit more tomato sauce on top of it. Bake it for another 10, 15 minutes. Let all that cheese get melted. Bring it out and it's amazing. Stuff them, shell some more, buddy. Stuff them. <laughs> Too funny. Adam is just off. Yeah, the man. I mean, uh, you know, it sounds uh, very good. And for someone, let's say uh, at Adam's screen, someone who doesn't get to stuff anything with the noodle, I bet this would be a very good Mike's minute for it's uh, so you know, fun doing it. That's why I like, like hot dogs. Re- they're so much easier to swallow than spaghetti noodles. Not spaghetti noodles. It's a shell. I prefer hot dogs. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet there's a Trish Stratus uh, T-shirt that's standing straight up uh, in your room right now they're, too. They're easier to handle too. Hot dogs are easier to handle. <laughs> oh, I'm a big God. fan of stuffed shells, Mike. I uh, I think I'm gonna try that at some point this week. Maybe it's good. I, I we cook stuffed shells all the time, and I I seen that sauce for spaghetti. They said something about making spaghetti like that. What like, jar you know, do you open? Stuffed shells like it. Do what? What jar do you open? What jar do I open? You don't have to open no jars. No, for There's your a can. sauce. Prego? No, you use tomato sauce. You get a can of oh. tomato sauce. So you like hand squeeze the tomatoes or like Hunts? Yeah, something like that. I like that. Yeah, I like Hunts. Contadina for those of you who are organic. No, no, no. You want to have the sodium. It gives it more taste. I, I yeah. hate organic. And I like oh, ragged. Yeah, great, me too. Great, great value to be on a budget. Yep. Goes a long way. It does. But no, it's good. It's real good. You should try it. Make sure you get the cheese melted and everything else. Mix it in real good. 
Appreciate that's that. That's your Mike's Mike. Meat Minute. Hell yeah. Good to, uh, good to have you back, brother. Thank you Appreciate for sharing it. your meat with us. <laughs> hey, yeah. but, but what meat was in the entree you did today? Me? Yeah. You, what what meat yeah, was well. part of it? Um, The cheese. That's <laughs> <laughs> like my answer. If you want, put you something in there. No? You want something in there? I don't know. Put something in there. No, Mike's meat minute. You didn't have any meat. It came from a cow. Oh, so you're technically. Right, you're right. Mike's meat Mike's minute. minute with no meat. Vegetarian <laughs> edition. The shark has been jumped. Oh, man. I love him. That's why I can't hear y'all. Right? All right. So, uh, you know, exciting stuff, man. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. I, uh, good to have you back, brother. We did miss you last week. We uh, had them. No, I missed y'all, too. And uh, I just wanted to go to Mike a bunch last week because he wasn't here. So, you know, <laughs> but you were with us in our thoughts, you know, you were definitely mentioned. Hey, and, and actually, you I, did. A I've heard my name. About a we couple appreciate times. you. Running I thought about you and your meeting. to say a couple lines. Oh, yeah, I had to doing what I was doing. I gave your meat longer than a minute. I know that. I <laughs> so. Uh, so next it. week. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, um, is everybody okay with me taking a turn? For yeah, we're actually so. going to have something for next week because no. literally five episodes in a row we've gone, we don't know what we're doing, and by the time this airs, you know, da da da. So oh, we actually do I, have uh, something at the end of the episode. I, I would like to cover Finn Balor. However, I would like to, to cover him as the demon. And uh, I, I have like an, NXT, an NXT match in. in, in in mine, but I also <laughs> have a real match that everyone's not going to like in mine. Does it involve on... a broken rope? Is it Ahmed Johnson? It most certainly does, James. I... It most certainly does. Because well, it can't hey, be good. I can't wait to talk about the crowd during that one because uh, I can't you know, wait to talk about it either. So as anyway, a person as watching as the demon next week, that is the topic. And I will have those matches uh, out on Twitter as well that we will be covering. Brad sends his daughter to college, and he chooses the demon. <laughs> so, for all those keeping score at home, are you okay, Brad? Like, mental health okay. awareness is a thing, you know? <laughs> you good? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's time to fucking send this one home. I'm definitely scared please, to send it please. to Adam for his goodbye thoughts. But, uh... I am James L. Corai, and uh, I want to thank you personally for hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Obviously, our jet skis were rolling, and we jumped many sharks today. But uh, that's enough about me. We are at the Kickout Crew, and you can follow us on Twitter at Kickout Crew. You can watch us on YouTube, Kickout Crew. And hey, guess what? You can uh, you know, follow and like and all that stuff on Facebook. Guess what? Kickout Crew also. But, uh, you know, that's enough about me. Got to send it to the rest of the guys. So, uh, Rosie, you're uh, actually who I was going to go to next. So, uh, tell the people how they can reach you and, uh, you know, give your uh, goodbyes to this episode. Oh, no, this was a fun one. Uh, Thank you, Adam, for picking the uh, Tomasa Ciampo series. I like him. He's a badass. You can get a hold of me at Real Coach Rosie. Just living life, having a good time. Hope to see all you guys at Top Guy Weekend in Chicago because it's going to be fun. Yes, sir. Going to be a motherfucking blast. Speaking <laughs> of Top Guy Weekend, I'm going to kick it to uh, Devin next for his goodbyes. Uh, you know, stay tuned on that aspect. But uh, Devin, go hey, ahead. Hey, Devin, man. your picture behind you is stupid. 
That picture's stupid. <laughs> that picture is yep, a signed no, picture here. of uh, Ron Simmons. Yep, stupid. I, though, am a real-life figure of Devin Dowling. You can catch me at DevinD19 on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all my socials. Uh, this was a fun episode. Tommaso Ciampa I wasn't too familiar with, but is uh, it was fun to cover him, and I think it'll be fun to cover Finn Balor next week. I agree with that. I'm glad that you are a real-life figure, uh, you know, Devin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to segue. Adam's My God, guys, we were firing on them all. <laughs> Speaking of firing on all cylinders, Brad, you seem, uh, you know, distraught a little bit. <laughs> Let the people, uh, you know, know how to reach and contact you. Hey, uh, it's been a week. That's all. Uh, I'm Brad at Yes Man Brad on Twitter. This was a very interesting episode. Uh, got better and better as it went on, for sure. So, uh, looking forward to uh, always. I always enjoy spending time with every all these guys, and uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Definitely a um, uh, great episode, indeed. I am uh, going to send it to uh, Mr. Money or Money <laughs> Meat Mike. Damn, I had it in my head. Mike's Meat Money, whatever. You had his meat in your head. Jesus Firefighter goes. Whitaker. Mike, uh, you know, go ahead tell the people, uh, you know. What up? Uh, I am Mike Whitaker. You can reach me at Whitaker1028 on Twitter. Um, 1028. All right. 1028. Yeah, y'all got it right. No, that time. one. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit me up. Um, you guys got something you want on Mike's Meat Minute? Um, make sure it has me in it so everybody else is happy. <laughs> and uh, hit me up. And I hope everybody has a good week. It was great being back. Sorry I missed y'all last week. But definitely love being here. Yeah. Glad to have you back again, Mike. And uh, wow. he'll post the, uh, you know, recipes on Twitter and stuff. So, but yeah, give us a shout out or whatever, uh, you know, you want Mike's Meat Minute to be about. Obviously, he cooks. So, you know, send in your recipes and all that stuff. And all right. Uh, well, uh, I do want to say we are a very grassroots uh, podcast. Before I go to this last one, I got to get this in before the Lord knows what happens. I hate grass. I understand, <laughs> but we are definitely a grassroots, uh, you know, type of thing. We do appreciate our fan interaction. We appreciate our fans. We all know that we have a fucking blast doing this. I mean, it's a ton of fun. Uh, some would say we are probably one of the funnest podcasts out there because it really is just us having a great time. And yeah, I, I think that's what draws our fans in. And uh, we appreciate the love and support we get. And I, I think that's going. why we connect to a lot of our fans because, you know, we're funny. Have a good time. This is probably the most professional, least professional podcast that's out there. And uh, we do have a blast and we hope you all uh, laugh along too. That being said, we're going to go to uh, the the name on the screen says Adam from Bama. But I don't know who I'm kicking this to right now. But uh, you're up, Adam. Uh, you know, go for it. I hate Michael Jordan. All right. He's gone. Michael Jordan. Hold on. There seems to be some technical difficulties with Adam. I'm wondering if he's going to chime back in and let people, uh, you know, know how they can reach him and stuff. Because he's got two podcasts. He's big time. And he, we found out he's got like five fucking phones also. Adam, uh, you know, <laughs> people reach you. Somebody just stole all my damn kid toys. Okay. I don't know where you've been this whole episode, but it's good to see you. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Uh, he says I'm going to the playground, and that's where I was, and he never showed up. I understand. So, uh, 
Look, I got naked cards. How awesome is that? Look at that bush. Yeah. Where can they reach you at? And, uh, you know. Oh, man, this has been <laughs> We might need to blur that uh, corner of the video yeah, on no. YouTube. <laughs> Adam underscore from underscore Bama. He's got two He's podcasts. He has a lot of good shit. Give me shit for today, but. Oh, yeah. You yeah. are the MVP of the episode, man. That was fucking yes. hilarious. I can't spell that, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's a big time Bama. You know, we're uh, lucky to have him on our podcast because he has multiple. <laughs> you can find out all those on his page. But that being said, my goodness, uh, we've done enough uh, damage as it is. I want to thank you all for chiming in. We are the Kickout Crew because, as you can see with us, when life gets you down, you know, kick out it too. Because that's what we do. We're the kickout crew. Thank you so much for enjoying this. Have a good week, everybody. I know as Peace. much as you guys do. <laughs>